Kiss my chuddies. Yeah, that's right. Bank holiday Monday. Why? This is what I hate about this place. Okay, we're gonna today. We're gonna um, today. This is what we're gonna do today, Catherine. Right, excellent. Oh, oh go on the oh. blue microphone every time. Swapping the sponges round. They don't keep they do. swapping the sponges. They, do. they don't. They do. Listen. It's always that's it. This one's good. Hang on. Oh no, I'm all to cop now. Today, I oh, we don't need that. Right. Oh, there we go. I mean, right. today. Oh, Start again. BBC Three Counties Radio. Today. Loads of things to talk about today. Paul McCartney last night, me and Justin Dealey went out, we had a mandate. Um, which I believe is also, there's also a gay chat line. And it's a brilliant name for a gay is chat it? line. Yeah, there is, there's one called Mandate. It's like, it sounds like an order. I know, it's, well, it's, 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 I have a like mandate. Some of them like that body. stuff. Uh, so, today, we are talking about who has got the best waves. That one comes from Dealey. We, we were watching Paul McCartney last night. It was, I've never been out with Justin Dealey, just me and him, right? <laughs> And uh, it was the most amazing experience. Not the concert, but just Dealey. He's just, he, uh, he just said, McCartney's on stage, like singing, and he waves at the fans. And Dealey leant over and went, I wish I had a wave like that. <laughs> <laughs> he's studying the wave. About Paul, I said, what? He said, oh, he's got, he's got such a great wave, hasn't he? <laughs> what, a strong wave? I mean, describe the wave. It was just like that. It just waved. Just a wave. And the only other person I could think, and, and once he'd said it, I thought, he has got a fair play. He's got a brilliant wave. The only other person with a significant wave, Queen. Thank you, thank you. Are there any other great waves? But hers is a practical wave. I mean, if she kept bending from the wrist, she'd have some sort of repetitive strain. She's injury. got something written on the palm of her hand saying, um, "Don't swear," or "They're all plebs," or something, <laughs> hasn't she? She's looking at that's a message to her. It's an affirmation. Yeah. So uh, we're doing great waves. Mm -hmm. um, what was the? Oh, there was another thing he said. Oh, well, okay. What have you shouted out at concerts? <laughs> this is this came from me because he we saw right Paul McCartney. I don't know why I'm doing this. There's no one listening now. I should wait till about half past seven when we've got an audience. Paul McCartney was brilliant. Right. Okay, it was brilliant. It was hit after hit after rubbish new one after hit. Mm -hmm. Right. He did do a lot of rubbish new ones. Did he slip in a full album? You probably did. He slipped. He slipped in. Um, yeah, he slipped in a few. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, and it just, it was, and then he played a really rubbish new one, right? right? Rubbish. Did it contain Utter, a rap? There was no rapping. <laughs> Utter rubbish, right? And then it, the crowd sort of went silent. They were silent because it was a rubbish song. And the fella next to us went, uh, what did he say? Nice one, Paul! <laughs> but he meant it about a rubbish song. Nice one, Paul! <laughs> now, we're quite, quite a way back. There's no way that McCartney's going to hear that. And Daly wet himself. <laughs> and he went, why would you shout that out? What? And then he said, used a very strong um, yeah. sexual swear word. Yeah. What, a, what an idiot. Yeah. What a crumb, he said. <laughs> why would you say that? What a crumb. <laughs> and then he did, McCartney did three new songs mm -hmm. back to back. Oh, right? gosh. And there's silence. He's killed the crowd. And I, then he went to sit at the piano and I shouted out. I didn't realise I shouted it. I thought I was saying it to Dealey, but everyone turned around. <laughs> I went, think very carefully about the next one, McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone in front turned around and they laughed. They, yeah. they, they think very carefully about the next one, McCartney. Because he was doing a lot of, I just, you, he could have done two and a half hours of, of Hey Jude. Of ha oh, <laughs> he probably it. did, didn't he? I can't, I'm not allowed to tell you what, what me and Dealey got up to during Hey Jude. We joined in. Ah, 
We joined into the na 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 na. Well, you wouldn't. We were the only people in the O2 sat down apart from. Well, no, in, even those in wheelchairs were miraculously healed by the power of Hey Jude. And then, as the na na's are going on, 15 minutes, Dealey went. I can't fight this any longer. <laughs> the, the vibe is too strong. And he stood up and he's in. Oh, he let you down. And, and then you followed, didn't you? I did follow, yeah. <laughs> then there's a fella in... I'm doing all my McCartney material in the first four minutes. That's all right, we can do it again. Then there's a fe- We will. Then there's a fella in, the, in front of us, right? He sat down for the whole concert. Oh, oh bloody, oh, blada comes oh, on. Oh, that's the worst one. And he jumps up. And he's... he's right, he, looked like, he looked like Scott. And he's rocking <laughs> out. And then that finishes and Band on the Run comes on. A classic. Mm-hmm. Yep. He goes off for a wee. Wow. We, we called him a crumb. We <laughs> Quite a few people got labelled. There were way. a lot of crumbs at the concert last night. And uh, do you know what? I've just realised he never played this. Cue music. Smooth. Smooth as. He, do you know what? He never played this. Nice one, Paul. Nice one, Ian. This one. Didn't play this.
McCartney. By the way, it's just me and Catherine playing records, and we'll, we'll go through the papers at some point. 08459 455 555 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We have very low standards anyway. What, caller-wise? It, yeah. We'll take what we're given. But on a bank holiday, that standard is, is even lower. We lowered the standard as though the Queen were not in Windsor Castle anymore. The standard is lowered. So if you've been holding back thinking you're not good enough, I mean, uh, today's your day. Unless you're one of the plebs that we banned for being a numpty. Yeah, never mind. In which case, you ain't coming on. The list's on the wall, OK, guys? 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. 30 quid to park at the O2. Thirty. It was 20 quid last time I was there. Um, and the th- oh, oh, blimey. 30 pounds. Seven pounds for a, a hot dog. A hot dog? Seven quid? Don't we own the O2? No, we sold it to... Um, uh, I never got any kickback from that, did you? We sold... Did you ever go to it when it was the Millennium no, Dome? No, Oh, I did, and it was like a really bad school trip. Mm-hmm. It was it was rubbish. P.Y. Gerbeau, that was the fellow, wasn't it? P.Y. Gerbeau. Who now runs the, or did run until recently, I don't know whether he's still there, the Snow Dome Milton Keynes. Did he really? Yeah. Well, he really is, um, you know, uh, a, a genius at getting people to go and see any old tat. Yeah, he likes oddly shaped buildings. He likes things that no one's really interested in. Oh, the snow dome's very popular. We, yeah, well, that, and that's down to P.Y. Gerbeau. Yeah. Well done, P.Y. Gerbeau. Gerbeau. P.Y. Gerbeau. Um, 30 quid parking, 7 quid uh, um, a hot dog. Gosh. And, uh, all was it a long one or is it... And did it's about did... two and a half hours. Right. Um, and also, I've become, for my whole life, I've been going to concerts, and you see people that leave before the end, you go, we're going to leave before the end for you. You know he's going to do another one. You know he's going to come back and do another He's saving the best for? one, yeah. Numpties. Um, I've become one of those people. Yeah. He came out for his second encore, and he, he started playing yesterday, and yeah. I said to Dealey, I said, do you know what? I can live without this. If we go now, we can beat the rush. I actually said, if we go now, we can beat the rush. When have you beaten the rush? Call me now. Oh, wait, four, five, nine. <laughs> one, four, five, 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 five. Plus, yesterday is one of those songs, and it? it's a gin song. Oh. That's when the party's winding up. Everyone go yeah, on. Yeah, it was. I, I've never been a fan of yesterday. It's a little bit. It's a little bit rubbish. Mm. And then, uh, and also, do you do the long and winding? The long and winding road. Yes, 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 he did. It was cat. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? He did it, and it was classic. And it, that, yes, he got a round of applause for that. Did he do the double thumbs up? No. What? No. That's what you pay your money uh, for. His thumbs never left his Gosh. hand. And he must have had major training. Cause, mm. And he could see him, you could see him raise his hand and then fight the thumbs. And then he would grip, grip his thumbs. Oh. Um, I fa- Do you know what? I'm not sure he even had any thumbs. I think he may have had them surgically removed. Was Dealey convinced it was the real McCartney because no. he was in doubt for a while, wasn't he? No, no, no. He was, we, I got the Billy Shears. Uh, <laughs> I got I got the talk. And I'm just sat there going, yeah, no, nice one. Nice one, Just. All right, nut job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it would explain the lack of thumbage, though, wouldn't it? It would explain the complete lack of thumbage. Uh, it it was brilliant, but we left and we, 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 uh, we beat the rush. Yeah. Uh, it's satisfying. The night before... It was, actually. But then, then I walked past the car. I couldn't find the car park. So I walked past the car park, and then I'm thinking, oh, blimey, all of the good work of leaving early is going to be undone. So then I'm running around the O2. I'm running around Greenwich trying to find the car park. Looking for a silver car. Well, looking for a silver broken car. Oh, dear. Broken. My car is broken. Like, if I, um, well, don't do this if you see my car, but I can take the lights out. 
Oh, don't. I know. Breaks my heart. Do you know when they're going to come and uh, collect it to fix it? Week Thursday. Oh, so you've got to drive round in the car of shame? Yes! Yeah, I stopped off, stopped off to get a coffee on the way in with Abdul. Oh, right? th- thanks for mine. And, well, and uh, Abdul said, what happened to your car? I went, nothing. He said, no, 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 your car. I said, nothing. He said, no, no, no. I said, Abdul, nothing happened to my car. All right. The badge hasn't fallen off. One quick phone call. You're out of here. <laughs> Leave it. Um, and uh, so that was uh, disappointing. But I'll tell you another reason we left early. Tell me. The day before, mm-hmm. Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters came out on stage and I didn't want to risk seeing that. Oh, I like I, him. Oh. I'm not crazy about the Foo Fighters, but I like him. Why? He's a plum. No, I think the, he's... The, the drummer from Nirvana? Yeah. You like the drummer from Nirvana? Yeah. The drummer from Nirvana? Yeah. No. Yeah. I... I do. didn't want I to like see that. I like him. I like his teeth. I like his um, patter. Mm. I think he's funny. No, um, no. I, and, I, and he's, he's good at drumming. In, in Nirvana? We were winding... Oh, we, we were being very naughty. As we were leaving, other people were leaving, right? Well, they thought it was time to leave. You, well, they, you they, started the avalanche. Well, they were going, right? And, um... I was saying very loudly... It's my turn. What are you doing? Get well, get, you've not got one out! I'm rifling, but I'm doing it quietly. I didn't do the Velcro on purpose. Is, uh, we said, um... So very loudly, as people are leaving... Yeah. We said, oh, it's, it, it's a shame to go so early, but we just don't... We know Ringo's backstage, but we just don't know if he's going to come out or not. Mm. And some people turned back to go back into uh, the uh, auditorium because they suspect... Are you listening to me? I am. What was I'm I just saying? They were going to meet the audit- auditorium. You said something about the auditorium. Oh, for crying out loud. Hurry up, otherwise it's the that Partridge one. family. Side one. Track one. Jose Feliciano. Yeah. We can pretend we're on holiday. Light my fire? Yeah. Oh. Or, or what you want. Put what you want on. <clears throat> California Dreaming's in there. Can I just try something? Oh. Yes. Let's just try something. Hang on a minute. We're, uh, let's just try something. All right, if it's rubbish, then we pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. What song that's is scratched. that? scratched. What, no, what song is that? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Have a guess. Mm-mm-mm. Dinner. Go on, what song do you reckon? Don't know. Well, uh, go, go on, have a guess. Sounds twiddly. What song do you reckon that? Don't know. No, have a guess. All right. Have a, have a listen. Have a, don't, don't need to guess now because I'm going to play it. you will. It's up to me then. I once I... had a girl, or should I say, she once had me. She showed me her room, isn't it good, Norwegian word. She asked me to sit okay. and I noticed there wasn't a chair. No, you've ruined it. So I, I looked, looked around, around and I noticed there wasn't a chair. chair. 
Eating some drugs, biding my time. <laughs> we drank until two, then she, she said, it's time for bed. Oh, yeah. What was going on there? I think uh, Jose Fliziano has got stuck. Let's, um... <laughs> All right, well, now we know there's no singing on that. That's a shame, isn't uh, it? That's a shame. I met Jose Fliziano. Did you? Yeah, I did, actually. Next time, tell him to sing. I will do, mate. Thank you very much indeed. Is he blind? Is he still with us? Is he blind? I don't know. He does the glasses thing, and but you just can't tell. Is he being cool, or has he got blindness? Or has he got laser eyes? Mm, yeah, he's, just, he's doing it to protect us. You know that it would be untrue. You know that I would be a liar If I was to say to you hey, Girl, we couldn't get much higher Come on, baby, light my fire Come on, baby, light my fire Try to set the night on fire For those of you on Twitter, I've just tweeted a video of Justin Dealey rocking out at last night's concert, but there's no sound on it. What song is he dancing to? What song is Justin Dealey dancing to? It'll come up in a minute. Uh, uh, 
retry, retry my tweet, please. Thank you. Yes, it'll come. It'll come up in a minute. How was your weekend? Hey, sorry. Let me rescind that question. We'll come back to that. We've got to fill three hours of this rubbish. Yeah. Before that, before going to see Paul McCartney, I saw a Beatles tribute band playing at the end of my road. At the end of my road, I know. Where'd you live? Abbey Road. <laughs> hey, uh, my wife came in. She said, "Oh, there's um." It's like a concert at the end of the road. I said, what? A concert? She said, yeah, there's a concert at the end of the road. I went, uh, all right. She said, we're getting free because we live here. I said, oh, I don't want to go to some rubbish concert at the end of the road. She said, no, there's a Beatles tribute band. I went, I'm in. I'll have some of that. Right. And I went and saw it. It was good. And were they good, though? I mean, I, what's your definition of good? Define good to me. Did they know the words? Yes. OK, that's the first bonus. They, but they played early Beatles. They were the R and Beatles. Ah, right, So okay. the R&B Beatles. They were the leather jacket Beatles. They were the leather jacket Beatles, and uh, they rocked like a good one. Good. Excellent. Me and the boys were wigging out to that. And it was free? It was free. Free. Um, aren't people brazen with their um, drug use? Yeah, I've noticed that. I saw a man smoking a suspiciously long cigarette mm. around a van with his mates, and he obviously couldn't finish the cigarette himself because he passed it on to his friend to help finish it. Yeah. And I thought, well, well, and I went home and Googled it, and it turns out that may have been a drug cigarette, a marijuana cigarette. I have been caught in people's backdrops quite a lot. Oh, go to Birmingham. And they're walking down the street, and you think, do you know what? I went to college. You're walking around like you're the only person who knows what this smell is. They uh, and um, after the concert last night, there were a couple of old heads, in, in, a couple in their fifties, easily. When I was trying to find the carpet, carpet. I was off uh, the car park. <laughs> this is it. I was so off my mash by the time I found my carpet that I was thought I was looking for a car park. I used to live in a flat which was nice inside, but it was really grotty on the outside. Yeah. You know, the, the communal areas were. Oh God, they really did stink. And my neighbours were quite seriously into their um, herbal remedies. Yeah, there we go, you see. And, and, would, and she doesn't mean they were Chinese people. It would get to the point where we were through a fire door, so it was contained mm. as well. It gets to the point where by the time I'd walked past their flat to mine and got my key in the door, really fancied a packet of what's it. Hey. This morning, guys, we are asking, who's got a great wave? What have you shouted out at a concert? And your drug stories. Now, when we say your drug stories, I don't mean phone up and tell us about the time you, you took acid with your mates and you uh, spent an afternoon running through a field imagining that in the 40s the Nazis gave acid to people so that they couldn't escape from them as people I know did. Yeah, not that story. I don't want to know those stories, um, but just your experience of living near stoners. Yeah. I've got nothing against... I've got nothing against her. I, the whole legalised thing, I don't, I don't really care here or there. I've got nothing against her. Listen, if you want to do and do that, you, you go off and go and, you know, go and have fun. But, yes, the, 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 the brazenacity of these people. Birmingham, where I spend a night... Every Friday night, I spend a night in Birmingham. And I like Birmingham, actually. Mm -hmm. It gets, you know, it gets a bad rap. I, I like Birmingham. Um, but... Flipping it, contact high. It's everybody's puffing away. Those neighbours of mine knocked on the door one day, and it was the guy who talked like that. We've been burgled. Did you see anything? I said no, I didn't. Um, sorry, I'm really sorry to hear about that. You all right? He went, yeah. Cat let the burglars in. Oh, what? The cat let the burglars in. Open the oh, window. Man. Cat opened the window. Cat was forever trying to get in my house, probably just for some fresh air. Yeah, just to come down. <laughs> Blimey. It's always lying on my bed. If I left the window open, it would find it lying on my bed, someone else's cat. Do you know what? Just, I've just got, chilling out. I've got... Um, I, yeah, I can understand the drug culture, man. Listen, I went to college. I've, I've, I've looked at a Jimi Hendrix record, you know. 
I've seen things, I've lived, I've experienced things, I've touched things, I've, I've been there, man. But um, just, oh, I can think of so many better things to spend my money on. Plus it stinks. It is very, very stinky. It really is very... And here's the thing, right? Stoners, stoners specifically, for the most part, really, really boring people. It's really boring conversations because they're mainly talking about where they got their weed from. That's it. And, you know, it's just like, oh, for crying out loud, you know. You also end up having some conversations with them where they, they've seen something about the world that no one else has and they're determined that oh. you are going to be convinced about it too. I had a friend who went, uh, a friend who was a dealer years and years ago and he went, he went nuts because yeah. he was smoking and he became obsessed. You kind of knew if you went round to his place, if he was, um, if he'd had a heavy session because he would start showing you 9-11 videos. Oh, and you think, oh, and he went nuts in the end, bless him, poor thing. I think, I think he's all right now. But, you know, hey, 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 listen. I, we talk, I saw the King of Stoners last night, Paul McCartney. You know, that man, I, I think, still loves a little uh, cheeky... Hey, hey, man, get the cheek on that uh, that doobie, will you? You know, let's have, uh, let's have a little, little talk on that. Hey, oh, this is great stuff, not like the 60s, though. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number. Let's have. What are you going to play? I'm going to play. We, we've, after that drug conversation, I'm going to play the most undruggy music. Yeah, something um, clean cut. Let's pretend. <laughs> let's play... Um, uh, um, oh, let's play this. Let's, let's have this. This is a good one. Let's have something very clean cut. Although saying that, David Cassidy. Well, yeah, David Cassidy. One. Oh dear. I go downtown and roam around, but every street I walk, I find another dead end. I'm on my own, but I'm so all alone. I need somebody, so I won't have to pretend. I know there's someone just waiting somewhere. in the street I need somebody to help me find my way start each day and I end each night but it gets really lonely when you're by yourself now where is love and who is love I gotta know
I tell you what we'll do. Okay, this let, let's let's make this um, let's make this the deal. Okay. Yeah. Uh, why has Toby sent me a message saying I do, I'm assuming that's not for me? Um, let's start the show at seven. Or eight. Mm, or tomorrow. Because, you know, I mean, really. V- 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 yeah, but people listen again, don't they? The lazy I've, I've had four hours sleep. Yeah. And then I've, I've just found out I've got the kids today. Mm-hmm. And it's... Uh, well, you found out about, what, five years ago, didn't you? No, 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 no. I'm, oh. I'm actually looking after the kids right, there. Okay. My wife's working, so I'm responsible for those two um, um, uh, numpties. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's let's just... You know, we'll start the show at seven. Let's, in the next half hour, we're going to kind of cruise through. Yeah. Not in that sense, cheeky. <laughs> um, and then we'll start at seven, yeah? All right. You dig? Yeah, OK. Let's get some travel. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Major, major issues across the M1 or the M25. A1M also looking good for this bank holiday Monday. Elsewhere, towards uh, public transport, you find a reduced Saturday or Sunday timetable with some services being disrupted by engineering works today as well. Justin Peterson, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. With the headlines, I'm Louise Parry. A specialist search team will continue the hunt today for the missing Wheathamstead pensioner James Lomax. The 83-year-old who has dementia has been missing since Thursday. Yesterday, 60 members of the public joined the police search, but the force says that a specialist team will take over today. The government's revealed that most migrants from the European Union will not be able to vote in the referendum on whether the UK stays in or leaves the EU. The list of voters will be based on that of the general election rather than local elections where EU migrants can take part. Armed police are continuing their search for a 21-year-old man after his mother, sister and his mother's partner were found dead at a house in Didcot yesterday. Jed Allen is suspected of stabbing to death Janet Jordan, her six-year-old daughter Darren and Philip Howard. In Formula One, a strategic error by his Mercedes team cost the world champion Lewis Hamilton victory at the Monaco Grand Prix as he came in third. Hartford's Hamilton controlled the race until Mercedes pitted him after a late safety car following Max Verstappen's crash. The weather for beds, hearts and bucks, mainly dry and cloudy with a chance of an odd shower, a high of 15 Celsius, that's 59 Fahrenheit. Those are the headlines as a full bulletin at seven. Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. Morning, Ian Lee. Catherine Boyle. Yeah. Here for three hours because no one... When's the next bank holiday? Because I'm definitely booking it off. Are you? Yes, I am. Because they... they, No one tells me. Everyone here is so sneaky. No one tells me the bank holiday is coming up, right? I don't know. I'm a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a talent. I'm an artist. I'm a celebrity. You don't concern yourself with these well, matters. No, no, exactly. And I can't afford a PA anymore, so... I never had a PA. I'd love a PA. I'd love a PA. Wake up, they bring you a cup of tea, like your fags. I think that's called a wife. Aye. Um, and uh, my, if I had a PA, if I had a million dollars, if I had a PA... They'd be able to say, there's a bank holiday coming up in uh, six weeks' time. Do you want to work it or take I'll take it off, please. I'd like to take that off, but it's a bank holiday. I'll take it off, spend, you know, hang out with the... I'm going to see a Paul McCartney concert. I'll, I'll have the... No, no one told me. So suddenly, le- next week, last week, everyone's going, oh, you work in bank holiday. Sorry? Bank holiday Monday. You got, you got anything special planned for the show? Oh, no. This is, this, is, this is the problem with the BBC. I am the thing special planned for the show. 
See, I, I don't I don't need to be here. Hang on a minute. What? Whoa! Who's this dude? Right. Astromanian. Peed off with Ian Lee suggesting Birmingham is a stoner's paradise. Dude, I'm there every Friday. It stinks of weed. Where in particular? Tell us some some streets. Um, well, off of the main street and round by the train station where they're doing the... Um, the round by uh, New Street Station where they're doing the works where it's all kind of... There, there, there are barricades and things. It's a stoner's paradise. By the way, your studio sounds like a hangar. What the hell? Right, you're banned. You're banned, Astromanian. Go away. Go on, you're banned. We don't, I don't have... I mean, yes, technically, I do have to be here, but... Yeah, you do. Blimey. Until nine. Till then you're nine. out of here. Till, Dealey's on at nine. I know. Coming in at ten two. Via the clown. Is he? Yes, oh, he better. is. Yes, he is. He does owe you. Fair enough. He owes me big time. 08459 455 555 8133. Start your text 3CR. Um, well, we will have a look through the papers in a minute. What have Seven. we got? Seven? Mm-hmm. What's... Uh... Letter. Oh, yes. This is this is less than two minutes long. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. seven. Oh, yeah, I know it. That's the last one before. Beautiful. Oh, eight, four, five, nine. You know the rest. Give me a ticket for an aeroplane Ain't got time to take a fast train Lonely days are gone, I'm a-going home My baby just wrote me a letter I don't care how much money I gotta spend Got to get back to my baby Wasted a choice. Why? One minute fifty-four. What a waste! I'm gonna play a long one now. Well, I, I, I don't think it's about length, is it? Well, it's about quality. It's about fatness. And that's a fat tune. Oh. Sorry. That's my record. <laughs> Swine. Uh, we've not mentioned the Eurovision Song Contest. I didn't watch it. I went to bed. Well, no, I technically, I didn't actually watch it. If it I, I, I do like a bit of Eurovision, right? I think it's a good idea. I normally do, but you know why I didn't this year and I didn't even try? Mm. Not, not drinking. Mm. I think you have to have a, a, a few uh, bevvies to be able to get into the full spirit of it. The, the gays, I mean, flip it, the gays this weekend, gay pride in Birmingham, they got the gay vote in uh, Ireland and they had the Eurovision all on one day. Bumper crop. They, sorry? A bumper crop. Oh, I want... <laughs> I wonder what you said then. Uh, yeah, bumper being the the, the, the operative. They 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 were in um, in heaven. 
the gay nightclub. It was <laughs> they, they were loving it. I mean, what a what a time what a time to be gay on Saturday. It's all downhill from here, guys, which is you know unusual, but. Um, fantastic news for them. Eurovision, Gay Pride, Gay Ireland. If you're, Gay Island. If you're listening... Gay Island. And, and wow. <laughs> it's a great TV show idea. I've got this great TV show idea. It's, it's just an island full of hot gay guys. It's called Gay Island. <laughs> I'm in. A lot of bigots have been talking about that island for quite a long time. Island. They? What, they're going, you're sending them all to an island. They love it. Ibiza. They love it. Listen, if you're listening and you were watching it, tell us about it. Was it, specific, was it especially camp this year? Was it rubbish? Um, the... Uh, we didn't do very well. Well, we were never going to do very well, were we? We got five points. I heard, of, I saw a bloke on Twitter uh, who writes for one of the newspapers saying, yet again, BBC bureaucrats have chosen the wrong song. What, are you assuming we're out to win? I don't think we're ever out to win, are we? We're out to do better than that. I, I do, listen, and today we're going to celebrate the good and the bad of the BBC. This is the, the, the good point. I got very proud of the BBC when, um, I, what was I listening to at the, the, the weekend? I saw that rush of love on Twitter. When yeah, I was, was it that. was it any question? I, I was listening to something anyway on, on Radio Four, and it made me think. Oh, do you know what? Flipping it, the BBC's brilliant, and and uh, we should. And I've always thought the BBC's brilliant before they fed my children. But we should, you know, we lost our spine. Who was in charge during the Russell Brand, uh, Jonathan Ross thing? Mark. Um, yeah. We lost our spine then. What he should have done with the Russell Brand, Jonathan Ross thing, we should have come out and said, yeah, do you know what? They made a mistake, but we're the BBC and we like to try stuff. I'm going to have a word with them, but we're, we're standing by them. And he didn't, and he crumbled. And that was the turning point for the BBC. We've lost, our, we've lost our balls. I was talking to someone over the weekend who reads the Daily Mail, and he said, oh, the BBC's got a real left-wing bias. I said, oh, in what circumstances? He go, gave me one reporter who'd said something that could be construed as yep. being anti-right-wing. Yep. And I went, that's one bloke. Do you know how many people work for the BBC? Yeah. That, to me, shows we're doing it right most of the time, but you never hear that stuff. There are people out there who are specifically, at the moment in particular, reporters who are waiting for slip-ups yep. to flag up. Yeah, of course. It's like when um, that, fe that poor fella on live Brit uh, BBC television was talking about the cult of Farage. Oh, God, I know. And he said crumb. He stumbled over cult. And the front page of the star the next day was... BBC B hates Farage. BBC calls Farage a crumb on live television. No, no. Right, so uh, for, uh, for the most part, the BBC is brilliant. And what's the TV licence? 145 quid. And that's going to get capped for the next five years, if, if not kind of changed or, or, or lowered or something. And you can pay, for the same amount of services that you get, if Murdoch was in charge, it would be 89 quid a month for the same number of services, OK? Something like that. So I'm really proud of the BBC. I think it's, I think it's primarily brilliant. Saying that, there's a lot of old cack. What I was listening to on BBC London last night, blimey, it was all, what a waste of a, of a radio show. But uh, another th problem I've got is the Eurovision, because it is that they won't tell us who it is who chooses the Eurovision song and it is someone at the BBC going hmm I like that one mm. and it's, it doesn't seem is right is it Tony Blackburn <laughs> <laughs> it is Blackburn we'd have like a really good soul we number would, going on we would we'd have something with a really dirty bass and a hard drum in it that's what we'd have so uh, it, it needs to change it needs to change yeah. the way it's done and we need someone like Raymondo Marx <laughs> Danger, no stranger. Do, have we heard from Matt Lockwood? I know that he's alive. I know that he enjoyed himself. And I know that he's very excited about what he's going to prepare for us um, tomorrow. Is he all in one piece? Did he get torn to shreds? No, I think uh, I think any tearing was um, was consensual. OK, well, that's... Um... Oh, Heather, bless you trying to be quiet. Hi. 
You can just come in, don't we? Oh, there's cake upstairs. What? I know. Is it listener cake or is no, it... No, it's staff cake. From whom? From Louise. Oh, hey. so it's fresh. It's in the fridge. Hey! Yes. We, you know the rules. After Mike Mendoza in 1987 had a cream bun spiked with acid, never eat, uh, never eat food supplied by a listener. Why are you... T- why Now you're doing it. Why are you whispering? We can hear a whisper. I'm not whispering. I was mouthing. Different. But, but, but noise came out. You went... <laughs> you can just... Come, you know, come on, you know how slap... Stop showing off to your mate. You know how slapdash this is. There's only the three of us here, anyway. There's literally only the three of us. Yeah, but uh, people might here. listen again. My dad might listen. You work on proper shows, don't you, Heather? So Apparently. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about this. That's okay. You're from Cambridge. Yeah. What? Don't worry, I'm old school from here. Okay. Okay. Fine. She so knows. Okay. What's this? What What are Cambridge like? Are they Are they like Are they decent? Are they better than us? I guess it depends. That's the polite way of saying yes. Oh. Out. Oh. Out. Get I out. I heard you're out. coming to Cambridge, though. Sorry. You're coming to the junction in Cambridge. Oh, yeah, I am. I'm so not allowed to talk oh, about that. I'm oh, not allowed to promote my own live tour that I'm doing. Imagine that. I'm not allowed to promote that I'm playing in Cambridge. Place in, Cambridge. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. October the 17th. October the 17th, Luton Library Theatre that I'm not allowed to mention here on the BBC. Fortunately, details are available online. Yeah, exactly. IanLee.com. Thanks. Um, what? What? You, what? I don't you know. Said, you, said you said something. Um, you said, um, you said what? You expect what? Oh, this in the paper is brilliant, right? I want one of these. Every now and again, I see something that I want to buy, but I, then I remember I'm not a millionaire. Yeah, go on. Britain's last mobile cinema, bought from a scrap heap for just £1,200, has been lovingly restored and sold for £120,000. Uh, Film buffs Emma Gifford and Ollie Howells, both 37... Oh, it must be the 37 thing. Found the rusty and battered bus abandoned in a field ten years ago. It was one of seven built by the Ministry of Technology in 1967. The Ministry of Technology? Mott? Yes. <laughs> to, tour, <laughs> to tour factories showing films about modern production techniques. Oh, Thrillsville. Oh, yeah. While the other vehicles were consigned to history, Emma and Ollie have ensured the last one lives on. Spent 35 grand renovating the 22-seat cinema before taking it on the road and showing independent films. This is brilliant, my goodness. Gosh, if I had loads of money right if you if i had loads of money and no responsibilities here we go i would put on film nights outside well you 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 can do that anyway in your back garden i haven't got like enough fence just get you don't need a fence you need a projector considered this i haven't got a projector and a sheet all you need is a projector and a sheet the girl the girls would love i know the girls would love that and you that you but you've got their little playhouse you you mocked up as a ticket office or there's a tuck shop you sell stuff. You get. You know the thing. Well, it's your idea to get them to make tickets. You sell tickets. You you, um, you have a little tuck shop, and then you go and sit outside in the oh garden my. and watch. Are they films. expensive projectors? Um, not that much. I've got one you can borrow. I've got one you can borrow. Really? It doesn't do sound. Well, we need sound. What do you think? The kind of outfit you think I'm running? A silent movie. You, okay. Well, you take your you take your Bon Tempe. You take your Bon Tempe, and you just go and. <laughs> Play a little song. Yeah, you, you're right. You can you can oh. um, get a projector connected up to your phone now. Right. I know what I'm going to be researching. You get little cardboard projectors. What? You, honestly, you can get little cardboard projectors that are connected to your phone, uh, and um, you can you can talk. Hang on. Um, oh, not so cocky now. The microphone's on. <laughs> cocky in the ear hole, but not so cocky on the microphone. That's you, better, isn't there it? There you go. You see. Okay. I bought one of those. Yep. They're twenty quid. 20 quid. It's like this little cardboard thing and you slot your phone in the back of it and then it does it on your... On but your how big is how big does it project? Is that a phrase? Yeah, um, why not? If you want it to be reasonably good quality, you have to have it quite close to the wall. Mm. But, you know, it's quite big. Right. I'm having that. Movie night. It's very cool. Thank you very much indeed. Movie night.
Movie night. Some of that. Oh wait, for, I bought my <laughs> ages ago. I bought my wife before we had kids, and we can indulge in these things. I bought her a cine camera. <gasps> and we've shot some cine... I mean, it's so expensive to get it... You get three minutes of film, and it's, then it's like 20 quid to get it made into stuff you can watch. But it's great. You look like the 1950s. Yeah. But I found myself, every time I was being filmed on it, waving really fast. Yes. You don't need to, because it does that automatically. So we bought that, and we, we made some films. And then I also bought a load of films. But primarily... <laughs> Primarily soft pornos from the 1950s. Well, I wondered where that was going. I've got a great one, right? And it's just quite large women stripping. And all you see is a bit of bum. But it's... it's. Um, do you know what? I'll, I'll dig it out. Are I they stripping, like, super fast? Well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of feathers involved. I'll, I'll, it, do you know what? It's, the cover itself is brilliant. I must dig that out. That's We've another that reason somewhere. why I could never become a burlesque star. I'm allergic to feathers. Yeah, well, I'd be yeah. the lumpiest burlesque dancer, and not in the right way. Fat women in basques. <laughs> That's what burlesque is, isn't it? Really? Yeah. And I, I've not got a problem with that. I like big butts, and I cannot lie. But but, but then Dita Von Teese ruined it all by being skinny Malink. Yeah, didn't she just? Let's have a little bit of psychedelic monkey, shall we? It's not to everyone's taste, but indulge me. There's, there's no one listening, so we might as well.
beans, chips, fingers, all fish fingers, bad apple potato, waffles, waffle and bust down. Call 08459 455 555. So, BBC Three Counties Radio. Why did nobody tell me how easy it is to make text and email tones for your telephone? No one told me it was easy. I know you could make ringtones. I didn't think you could do the text and the email tones. So, for a significant period of the weekend, I had an hour, I spent an hour working out to do this in my uh, hotel room the other day. So, for, for a significant um, part of the weekend, this. Oh, where was it? This was my this, this was my text tone. Fish fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Scoyne's going. Oh, not that. Fish fingers. And then I've changed it, and now I've I've changed this. And my boys, this is the most hilarious. You've never heard anybody scream with delight. Okay, so if I get a text message, you got a text. The boys <laughs> find that hilarious, and if I get an email, you got an email. That's my eldest. He's an American, is he? I, that's my eldest. I said, I said, Tom, what voice are you doing? He went, that's my cool voice. <laughs> How does he know? The, this, this proves that the concept of cool is inherent in all human beings. You got an email. <laughs> <laughs> He's never even seen Happy Days. How does he know what cool is, for crying out loud? Well, certainly not from you. But then my, I've got ringtones as well. Um, I, I, I will get annoyed of these. Hang on, this is, um, this is, this is, uh, okay, this is my ringtone. Oh, I missed the phone call. That's uh, I missed the phone call. <laughs> the thing is, right, if you've not got children, you think, oh, that's really sweet. If you've got children, that is your life, yeah, right? Man. Over and over, over and, and over. Over again. We're going to go and see. So I've got the boys today. And uh, we're going to see... I've been duped by my, my wife. Because I... We're going to go and see the Moomins film. Now, I like the Moomins, oh. but I did find it chilling when I was a kid. You, you would like the Moomins, because you like all that continental rubbish. Mm. Who was that... Um, what was that? Was it a seal? A Czechoslovakian seal? Or Pingu. Uh, no, no, that's Pingu. a penguin, mate. A Czechoslovakian uh, seal. Do you know what you know what I'm yeah. talking about? I, we don't do old kids TV shows. Indulge me. It was a, a Czechoslovakian or Hungarian seal. It was something like um, Bogodin Bagazdes. It was something like Bogodin Bagazdes. Um, Vishnu Basta. What? Close. Uh, Benden Hono. Something like, do you know what? Do you know what I'm talking about, dear listener? Wasn't no, wasn't that a seal just in Pingu? No, it was. It wasn't a seal. It was a mole. It was a mole. Oh, okay, right. It was a mole because he came out the hole like that. <laughs> so like that. So imagine a mole coming out of a hole going. <laughs> the way you do it is quite camp, but that's because his hands are up. Is that right? Well, he's, that's him poking out of the hole. This right. is the ground. And you do that to dig. <laughs> What was that? Oh wait, four five nine I... four double five five. It was not Korean. I don't know the difference. Between, even as a young youngster, I knew the difference between Korean and um, foreign. Well, talking of Korean, we're into Adventure Time at home. It's a really good and weird cartoon, and there is a character in that that speaks Korean, and it's called Lady Raincorn. Yeah. And oh. She's really good. Name uh, Anonymous says, name one BBC broadcaster that regularly expresses an opinion sceptical of mass immigration. Uh, John Humphreys. 
rather than the hundreds of Mark Steele-like ultra-left-wing broadcasters. Uh, John Humphreys, there's one, presents uh, the breakfast show on um, uh, Radio 4, and uh, you name me another five Mark Steele ultra-left-wing broadcasters. You, you, you can't. No, and Mark Steele isn't... Technically, Mark Steele isn't a broadcaster. He pops up on um, comedy shows like the News Quiz. Uh, he's not technically a broadcaster, and they're not all ultra-left-wing. Anonymous. In fact, I can't think of anyone who's ultra anything. I would suggest... It's all got a little bit beige. I would think? suggest that the BBC is, 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 from a distance, is more left-wing than right-wing. I would, I would kind of go along with that. Uh, it's not ultra-left-wing, and there are, there are right-wing broadcasters. There, of course there are. There, there were more until we got rid of Jeremy Clarkson. Mm. The good and the bad of the BBC, dear listener, and... Oh, sad. But the Moomins are good, but frightening. There's nothing no, wrong no. with that. I think Moomins. that's what our children are lacking. I don't know what a moomin is. It's like a hippo. It's like a, is it Swedish? Finnish. Well, I've got another two hours to go, mate. Play that. Yeti! Uh, why? Uh, well, I know why no one's calling in. It's because no one's listening. What song it's do fine. you want? Um, I want number three. Oh. Hanging. You love it. Do. Hang on a minute. Oh. Go. Oh, you've ruined it now. There'll be no surprise. Well, you said hanging, mate, so there was no surprise there. I'm in the bumble, this the one across the hall. If you don't answer, I'll just bring it off the wall. I know he's there, but I just had to call. Morning, guys. <laughs> oh eight four five. I'm not. No one's listening. Listen. A. I've seen the figures, and B. Uh, it's a bank holiday, so the figures subtract bank holiday. We're into minus figures. Literally minus people are listening. What now? To us. Yeah, but they'll listen. But I don't mind minus. They do a good job. <laughs> Apart from that, the strikes in the eighties. The minus. 
The minors. Yeah. Ever had sex with a minor? I beg your pardon. I've dressed as a minor. What? Mm -hmm. School disco? No, an actual minor. Oh, yeah. Still managed to uh, pull back, which is. I would so like to dress. I had a hairy chest and everything. Well, that's that. That works for some people. It did, Again, it did. back back to Saturday. I would like to dress as a minor minor. So I would be a child minor, which they used to have in the olden days. Yeah, probably one of my they relations. Used one. To, yeah, probably was either that or a tinker or a thief. Actually, there were mill workers. Yeah, uh, trouble up at mill. Quick, Auntie Cass lost finger again. Oh blimey! Quick, we'll get go and uh, uh, go and sew it up, and then get to working. We can't have her taking five minutes off work, otherwise we won't be able to feed kids with stone soup. We haven't stone soup again, ma. Yeah, so we can afford a stone soup. But don't worry, for I got dessert. I got pudding. <laughs> what we got for pudding, ma? Mud. Ah, fantastic. Pudding afters. I, what you got for afters? Mud. Um, we. What? Oh, beautiful, Ma. Is it Sunday? <laughs> oh, man alive. It's like you were there. In many ways. Um, you know, in many ways. In many ways you were. So what What? What was the southern version of that? Um, we were all just very, very wealthy in the 70s. <laughs> no, in the, the southern, southern version of that. Your dad was a bit tasty, wasn't he? Uh, my dad was as common as muck. He would always tell this story about how they didn't have freezers in the, the, the old days. Keep on back step. And he would, he would have to go to the shop and uh, buy a big block of ice and pull it on a little cart on the way home. <laughs> and we never believed him, and it turns out it was probably true. Yeah. Right, that's your first hour done. I'm off for a wee. 08459. Four, you didn't need to know that. You probably did, but I could have told you that off air. It's all right, yeah. It doesn't matter, I can do always it? tell you do the face. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. M1 southbound queuing and partially blocked, following an accident, a couple of cars involved just before Junction 11. The inside lane and the outside lane completely uh, blocked off at Junction 11. Everyone's having to go through the middle to get round it. Elsewhere looking very good. Public transport is looking fine. Uh, some train services may not run whatsoever or running a reduced timetable Saturday or Sunday because of the bank holiday Monday. This, Justin Peterson, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thanks, Justin. If we're missing anything on your journey, wherever you're going today, 08459 455555 double five is a number to call uh, and we'll put things straight as soon as we can a bit more rabbit holing to come two hours to be precise we'll get started in a minute in the meantime stay where you are so if you're in bed stay in bed if you're not don't be suit yourself local and vocal across beds hearts and bucks this is BBC Three Counties Radio I'm Louise Parry. The headlines, specialist teams to search for missing Hertfordshire pensioner. Most EU migrants won't vote in UK referendum and strategic area costs Hamilton Monaco Grand Prix. BBC Three Counties Radio. A specialist search team will continue the hunt today for the missing Wheatamstead pensioner James Lomax. The 83-year-old who has dementia has been missing since Thursday. Yesterday, 60 members of the public joined the police search, but the force says that a specialist team will take over today. They're still asking people to keep an eye out for Mr. Lomax and continue checking their gardens and outhouses. He's believed to be wearing a light brown anorak, dark blue trousers and sandals. 
An estimated one and a half million people who've come to live in Britain from other European countries will not be able to vote in the referendum on UK membership of the EU. Chris Mason reports. If you were entitled to vote in the general election, you'll be entitled to vote in the EU referendum too. British, Irish and Commonwealth citizens aged 18 and over who live in the UK will get a say, as will Britons who've lived abroad for less than 15 years. But most immigrants from the European Union will not get a vote. Tonight, David Cameron and Jean-Claude Juncker will dine together at Chequers, with senior government sources stressing there'll be a friendly approach to the discussions. Armed police are continuing their search in Oxfordshire for a man suspected of killing his young sister, his mother and her partner. The hunt for 21-year-old Jed Allen, who's wanted in connection with the attack in Didcot on Saturday, is focused on the town and on parkland in Oxford. A man's been jailed for 19 years for a violent robbery in Kempston. 46-year-old Donovan Vernon from Northampton attacked and kicked the female manager of the one-stop shop in January last year before making off with £700. He was jailed for this robbery and another aggravated burglary. His accomplice was sentenced to three years. The Prime Minister of Iraq has told the BBC that his forces will liberate the city of Ramadi from Islamic State militants within days. Earlier, an Iraqi military spokesman rejected strong criticism by the US Defence Secretary that the Iraqi army lacked the will to fight. New council tax bills will be sent out to Luton residents this week after a proposal to increase police spending was recently rejected in a referendum. Toby Feedner reports. The Police and Crime Commissioner for Bedfordshire had asked people to support a 16% increase in the police portion of the council tax. His plan was rejected by more than 2 to 1 at the referendum earlier this month. But bills had already been sent out, including the increase. This week, residents in Luton will receive new bills based on the lower amount. The average reduction on a band deep property will amount to just under £22 for the year. The council say that people should continue to pay their council tax as normal until they get their new bill. In Formula One, Lewis Hamilton was visibly distraught after a strategic error by his Mercedes team cost him victory at the Monaco Grand Prix. Hamilton controlled the race until Mercedes pitted him following Max Verstappen's crash. And in football, Hull City's two-year stay in the Premier League is over after they drew 0-0 with Manchester United at the KC Stadium while Newcastle beat West Ham 2-0. The weather for beds, hearts and bucks, mainly cloudy but dry today with the chance of an odd shower, a top temperature of 15 Celsius, that's 59 Fahrenheit. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Morning, guys. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. We've not even looked at the papers yet, Catherine. No. We'll, we, uh, we probably will at we some We probably point. will at some point. So, so far, who's got a good wave? What have you shouted at a concert? The good things and indeed the bad things about the BBC. Um, you, know, you know the rules anyway. They apply even more so on a bank holiday. Call in about anything. Oh, and the night, and we don't do old 70s kids shows, but do you remember the old 70s kids show? It was like a Hungarian cartoon of, I think it was a mole. Mm-hmm. And it was called like Popinstan uh, Vlegovot. My sister will know. I'm going to text That sounds like a war criminal. It does. <laughs> Across beds. My sister will know. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Right, so it's a mole. Didn't speak English. So like an early Pingu type scenario. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, like Pingu original. Oh wait, four five nine four double five five double five eight one triple three. Start your text three uh, CR if you want a, a, a piece of uh, that pie. What are you doing for Bank Holiday Monday? Anything? I think we're going to go out with some mates and maybe do a pub lunch then. Hey.
get children will be there, get so it won't be an old day. Bladders. <laughs> no, we're going to sit them in a car with a bottle of pop and some crisps. That's all, that's still all right, right? I think that's still okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some salt and vinegar. Go and, out uh, now and again to them. Yeah, you're how right. Did our, how did our dads get away with that? Um, the sev- well, the, <laughs> if that's all our dads did to us in the 70s, we got off lightly. You know, from the stories that are coming out, we got off lightly, for goodness sakes. 08459 455 555. Let's have a bit of this. Guys, 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. Very low standards on the, 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 the calls that we'll take. Any old call. 
Any old call. Your call. Any, any, any old call. No, what's your... Oh, your call's the, um, the midday programme on Radio 4. I tell you what I like on the phone is they have on Radio 4, right? Uh, uh, any answers after any questions, mm-hmm. OK? Is they give their full name. We'll go now to uh, Peter Sparrow from Starbridge. Uh, Peter, what's your point? Why do you need to know? Why do we need to know your surname? I know why. Yeah. Because if you get on Radio 4, you want to boast about it. You want everybody to know it's that Peter. Peter, well, Peter from Wilma Green phones up. Is it, which one's um, the... Yeah, the, no. the, Yeah, Peter from Wilma Green phones up to have a whinge on Radio it 4. It pops up. I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. I do feel a little bit um, like the other man when I'm listening to other radio stations and one of our callers phones up. I've noticed a couple of our callers phoning up LBC Mm -hmm. and a couple of our callers. Where else have I noticed a couple of... On on another BBC local radio station, I've noticed. There's a pang, isn't there? someone else. There's a pang. You think, oh, my goodness, they think I was not going to find out about this. Yeah, you're seeing someone else. But you've got to not take it personally. I suppose so. I suppose so. Is there anything? I'm not even. Give me a paper. You, you, you tell me what you found. Well, uh, oh. yeah, after after mirror. I've not found sun. an awful lot, to be honest. The su- gosh, you can. The sun is thin today. Right, there's this, right? Isn't it thin? I, I know that people can form, can stay together despite the fact that they hate each other. I've seen yeah. it happen. Man flushes wife's ashes down toilet, though. I mean, there's revenge, aye, and then there's revenge, isn't there? Aye, aye, aye. A Japanese man who hated his dead wife tried to flush her ashes down a toilet in a supermarket, local police said yesterday. Officers were baffled after ashes and human bone fragments. All right, this is extra detail. Do I give you the extra detail? Um, yeah, go on. Including a chin. Were discovered in the toilet bowl at a store in Tokyo. Aye. Those toilets are powerful as well. Well, I know, and they've got very, uh, they've got quite a lot of settings. You've got to be very careful which button you press, otherwise it could all backfire. Yeah. The 68-year-old man turned himself into police and revealed he dumped his spouse's remains there Aye. immediately after she was cremated last month. Aye. He'd been unhappy in his marriage and felt growing resentment towards his wife. Yeah, no uh, sugar, a Japanese new paper reported. The man who's not been named said, I had a hatred mounting against her. Life was such a pain, but she died. His wife died at the age of 64 after an illness. My goodness. A Tokyo police spokesman said prosecutors are considering whether to charge him with abandoning a human body as ashes can only be scattered in approved locations. <laughs> and I'm guessing down the loo is not one. You're telling me that's not approved? Jeez. Uh, you're right. I'm looking through the papers and... Um, yeah, um, 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 here we, oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Go on. Do you want to hear about the, someone who's going to die soon? Oh, don't. No, someone's going to die soon. Because of the curse or because they're not well? No, because they're the world's oldest person. All oh, right, yeah. Yeah, the world's oldest person. They never live for long. The world's second oldest person is, is rubbing their hands. The world's oldest person, Geraldine Talley, celebrated her 116th birthday in Detroit and reveals how she keeps fit. By going fishing! Oh. <laughs> Won't be around for much longer, love. They, they never are the world's oldest people. They never, ever are. It's a hazard of the job. Isn't it? 08459 455 555. Morning, Andy. Good morning, Ian. Andy, are you anywhere near your phone? Yes. Oh, fine. Are you near... Can you be nearer? There, so I'll get nearer. Is yeah. that better? Mm. No, it's exactly the same, and you know it, Andy. You <laughs> didn't move any closer to that phone, <laughs> did you? <laughs> You know it. You thought that we'd go, yeah, that's much better. Thanks. <laughs> you plum. What have you got for us, Andrew? Do you like cricket, Ian? No. Oh, well, you go straight oh. to him to ask if he likes cricket. You never know. I might love it. Oh, do you like it, Catherine? No, I hate it. I'm a cricket widow, so I despise oh, it. No. Quite personally, right. actually, my vitriol towards cricket. I just, want, I just wanted to say that today no. at Wardown Park in Luton, 
Bedfordshire are playing Norfolk in a county championship game. And I, I, every time I hear the every round. time Andy I hear the word Norfolk, I want to do the joke <laughs> that I can't do. Mm. There is n- no yes. chance of me going. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what that fleet across my mind. Every too. time Norfolk, I've got for the last I've been in nearly three years. Every time Norfolk is mentioned, I want to go. There's no, there's no chance. Yes, and I can't do that. Anyway, is that what you're going to be doing, Andy? Yeah, eleven o'clock today at Wardale Park. Oh. Anyone wants to come along? It's free. Eleven o'clock till like three days from hence. Or is no, it going to be a one-dayer? No, it's, it's today and tomorrow. It started yesterday. Oh, flip it. This is the problem, Andy. How can a sport last more than, let's say, two hours? Two hours maximum. Any more than that, and it's not a sport. It's they indulgent. Love it and they get sandwiches in between. Why are they going to go home? Saying that, I did buy some um, stumps and a bat and some balls for my boys the other day. A cricket set, if you will. Could, thank you very much indeed. And we had, the, we, had a, we had a historic moment, Andy, yesterday. Good. Our Good. first ball went over the fence. Hey! <laughs> hey. And uh, the boys yeah. like the boys were devastated. They were devastated. What do we do? I said, well, we're going to go and we'll knock on his door later on today and say, can we have our ball back, please, mister? <laughs> uh, you know, and we haven't, we'll do it today. It's a rite of passage. You knock on the door. Can we have our ball back, please, mister? That's what I used to do. This is what it's all about. It's all part of growing up. Where have you lost your balls? 08459 555555. I had to go and retrieve my helicopter from next door's garden. That was quite embarrassing. Well, because it wasn't in, right? So. And you're 40. And I'm not 40, I'm 37. Hey. And they weren't in and they'd locked the gate. So I couldn't even, and I wasn't going to shin over it. So I got a fishing net yeah. and a chair uh-huh. and I managed to scoop it out. And it was one of those uh, helicopters that film, so I've got it all on camera. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Me, like, hanging over the side of the fence with the pink fishing net. Here's the, th- here's the thing, Nat. Right, can I just go off on a tangent? Always. The tree... <laughs> Are you still there, Andy? He's gone. He just went. He's got right. cricket games He's got cricket to, cricket to go for. to. The treatment of testicular cancer is marvellous wow, now. Wow, th- this has escalated. You'll see the connection. It, the treatment is marvellous mm-hmm. now. If, it, I mean, it still kills people, but if you're getting quick enough, they can sort it out. An absolute treat. And I, I, I suspect we all know somebody yeah. who has uh, one ball less than the full set. And mm-hmm. uh, and it's the, the advantage. And you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. You can get a prosthetic one. Yes. Or not, as a choice may be. I think I'd go without for a bit, then I'd get one in. See how you feel. Yeah. Um, and so the treatment is amazing. Fantastic. That's wonderful. Do you get to keep it in a jar? Like, do you, do you get to keep the one that gets taken out? Do you get because that is that is technically that's your body. That's part of your body. How on earth have you let? Is it like chopping your tree off? Is that what you're saying? Sorry. If you chop a tree, you have to throw it back to the person who owns it. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Is that, <laughs> is that how you look I, to that I, one? I, have, I have I am I have never broken a limb and I've never lost any parts of my body. I've never had a major operation. I had a minor one on my bum, but I've never had a major operation. And I've I've often thought if I had something removed, mm, you'd want to keep it. I'd want to keep it. How cool would that be to have like a little, a golden Virginia tin, mm-hmm. right? So you're never going to put you it. You need a jar of pickles. You're, you're never going to guess a oh, jar of pickles. You want it next to the pickle, don't you? Know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't eat them pickles. Right, they're not pickles. That's not a pickle. Then. But you have, you have a little tin, and you go. You never guess what's in that tin. If you can guess what's in that tin, I'll give you a hundred quid. Um, I don't know. T- t- tobacco? No. Is it marbles? No. Have a look at that, and you take the. You are going to be that granddad, aren't oh, you? Oh boy. Well, if I had a glass eye, I'd be whipping it out all the time. All the time and, and uh, putting it in kids' beds and uh, my, like the boys' beds and going, I can see you. Don't don't do anything. I can put it in their pockets. I can see you at school. My granddad was fairly playful with his teeth. 
They used to pop up all sorts of places. You would do, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? What, if you had a bit you could pull out? Give us a record. All right. I just think, has anybody uh, got a part of their body kept in a jar? <laughs> oh, you're right. Oh, yeah, do you put, do you put your, your, um, your plum under the pillow for the plum fairy? <laughs> the sugar plum fairy. Oh, stop it. Oh, wait, four, five, nine, right. four, double, five. Uh, right, five, now, double, now people five, are starting to yeah. wake up. I'm going to hit them with something good. Yeah, oh. <laughs> it's a bit late for that, love. Well, uh, here we go, right. Um, this, is, this is always a winner. Oh, Murph, look at this, Murph. Ian, I was unfaithful. Which one do you want? Track one. one, of course. I was unfaithful to you a few weeks ago. I was the first caller to that woman on LBC. Oh. That woman. Which woman? You know the <gasps> woman. The woman who, who we don't... She's on again, isn't she? She's on again. I'm not saying where or when, but, I mean, you just... Oh, dear. I hope oh, you wait. feel dirty about it. Oh, wait, 459 four, 555 five, five, Start your text, 3CR. Sue me with you, my love, and give you. 
<laughs> You're only bitter because LBC sacked you. I quit. I quit. I quit, LBC. Um, Who's saying that? Um, Kevin. Where have I been sacked from? I got sacked from XFM twice. Um, I, I mean, absolute. They decided not to renew my contract. So, is that? A, I mean, is that a sacking? I, 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 yeah. Well, why not? Okay. Oh, so I've been sacked from pretty much everywhere, apart from LBC. I walked out. I said, I'm not having any of this. Oh, really? Yes, I'm not having any of this. The new boss is a plum. What were they asking you to do? Um, uh, just be professional and stuff. And I thought I'm not having any of this. I'm not having any of this. You don't have to work with those conditions. I don't have to do that. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Phone up and uh, we'll call you back immediately and whack you straight on. We've got no standards here. We've got no standards here. Well, we have. Well, they're low. Hey, you know who's on at nine? Justin. Hey, yeah, if you're listening at nine o'clock, you could be getting a bit of this. Oh, I'm gonna give myself a cheesy crumpet. <laughs> it tastes really cheesy and good. I, do you know what? Last night was the first night I've been out with Dilly, just mano a mano. Yeah. He was, it was, it was such a joy. We had such a good time. Uh, but he was really upset, right? And I said, what? You, I, I'm, getting a, I'm getting a vibe from you, Justin. What's wrong? What's, what's your beef? He's wearing this lovely cream uh, trench coat, right? And he said, um, I've had a bit of a disaster on the way in. I oh, said, what no, happened? He gosh. said, well, uh, I took the belt off for my trenchy. Yeah, of course he calls it a trenchy. <laughs> I took my belt off for my trenchy and um, put it in my pocket and um, I've lost it. It's fallen out That's somewhere. That's a major disaster, is it? He's lost his trenchy. He's lost, he's lost the belt for his trenchy. I'm not sure I could use a piece of string or something. <laughs> I said that. I said, I'll get you a bit of string if you want. <laughs> Oh dear. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number if uh, you want to give us a call. Um, parents spend more than oh, oh okay over their lifetime. I thought that's a lot. Parents spend more than nineteen thousand pounds on children's parties as their families grow up. What your own children's parties? Or are we talking about presents for other people's kids? I, I, w- I would imagine your uh, own children's parties. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't spend very much on my kids' parties. Um, I Im- I involve um, something free called fun. The uh, well, you're a fun time girl. Yeah. The first the first party, you always go nuts, and but then that's you not go- really for for the baby. No, it? and then you, you realise, oh, well, this is not. This isn't a thing. You know, this yeah. is. They're, they're, they're never going to remember this. I've wasted all of my money. Yeah, we had a ball pool, um, gazebi. Is that the plural of gazebo? Because there was a lot of babies there, you've got to keep them covered, uh, and uh, all kinds of things that babies were not really interested in. They just wanted um, to sit there and dribble. Hey, have a listen to this. Go on. This is this is. Uh... It's oh, going to be horrible. There's trouble on the M1 South before the Junction 11, guys. Just just be warned. You're not going anywhere. It's a bank holiday. Surgeons used a rusty hacksaw to amputate a man's leg. What, at the turn of the century? Yes, that was standard. No, in Scotland. Oh, no. Because B&Q was shut... What? ..and they could not buy a new one. Hang on a minute. Whoa. Now, I know sometimes to prepare to fail... Yeah. ..is failure to prepare and all that. What? Whatever it's called. Eh? But... You can make some of the people happy for a bit, but not everyone. That's crazy. John F. Kennedy. Should have saw that coming. <laughs> anyway, they know that they're surgeons. Why are they, why are they using rusty surgeons materials? Surgeons used a rusty hacksaw to amputate a man's leg because B&Q was shut. It's the B&Q thing that gets me. So they're in the middle of an operation going, hey, can you, you couldn't nip, there's a fibre, could you nip down to B&Q and get us a new... You know what we're going to need to do with this? It's going to need to come off. B&Q time. The grizzly op happened... 
And <laughs> it's a grisly op. Are you not surprised they don't use some sort of ele- electric knife thing? What, like a, a, a carving knife from the 70s? Precisely, well, or, or from my The rotisserie? Yeah. The grisly op happened after medics discovered the elderly patient had a metal plate in his leg, which they'd not been told about. Ah. Uh. The surgeon asked a colleague for advice and was told to go to B&Q. <laughs> but the local DIY store was closed, so the op went ahead with a sterilised saw found in a storage area. This is brilliant. This is like 1832. Was he biting on a stick? <laughs> and uh, grogged up? A source said an elderly patient at Crosshouse Hospital was taken to air for the operation. That's when the surgeon discovered he'd hit a metal plate they didn't know about. Oh, gosh. Don't, don't. What is this, guys? It's a metal plate! He frantically sought advice from the consultant orthopaedic surgeon who suggested going to B&Q. The <laughs> store was closed. So the surgeon decided to... You just imagine, like, a surgeon walking around in their, in their, um, at their outfit with the mask on and the gloves. Qu- quickly, I need, I need a really strong, sharp saw. Have you got one, please? Imagine the pre-meds. Uh, Mr McTavish, this is your surgeon, uh, Mr Barry Chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> the store was closed, so the surgeon decided to use a, st- a saw from old hospital stock. This should never have happened. Yeah, I know! I've never come across anything similar in, ca- in my career. Um, well, do you know? Well, okay. The initial reaction is, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, but they sterilised it. Part of me's thinking, this guy's a genius. This guy is a genius. The operation could have been postponed, or they could have sewn the guy up. It's the, it's the, whoever didn't tell this surgeon that there was, the, you know, should have said there's a metal plate in there. They could have sewn the old boy up and uh, uh, sent him back. He was elderly. Mm. You can't do too many operations like that. You wake up and going, my leg's gone. No, actually, it's still there. We didn't, you know. This guy's a genius. He's a legend. He should be uh, uh, named and uh, what's the opposite of shamed? Acclaimed. Named and acclaimed. Oh, Catherine Boyle. That's, I knew there was a reason I thought you were all right. <laughs> Named and acclaimed. That guy is a legend. For, legend for doing something like that. Re- respect. Respect. Big up yourself. Um, Jess is listening, and so is Ash. Oh, morning. <laughs> that's, that's all we've got. They're not relatives, are they? So that means we are doing the right thing. Yeah, we're doing, we're doing the right thing. We're doing the right thing. Uh, it's my turn to play a record, I mate. I know, go on, I'm just looking for the future. Well, no, we're going to we'll go to travel in a second. All right. There really is... Um... Oh, here we... Oh! Right, go on. You know I've got beef with buskers. I'm aware of that, yeah. There's no such thing... The only good buskers are the ones that are... Um, a battle-worn and don't know what day it is and are defiantly plying their trade. I once saw um, a guy on the South Bank, Busker, and he was rubbish. And I was doing the radio show, and I said, you have got to come into the studio. And he was like, really? I said, you've got... And we got him into the studio, and when he came in, he was actually brilliant. I don't know why he was doing it rubbish. Couldn't be bothered. Couldn't be bothered. This is, a, this is great. This, this is great. Grumpy Buskers face £1,000 fines for scowling at passers-by who do not give them money under new laws being considered by Oxford City Council. Oh, shut up. Who is going to report them? Me? Oh, (laughs) me! Oh, you. I would totally... You know I don't like buskers, Okay. Don't give me... He looked at me funny. Fine him. Fine him a thousand pounds. I I used to go busking, and it's horrible. It's a soulless thing, you know, but in that case, don't do it. What did you used to play? Guitar. I know, but music-wise... 
Cause I'm leaving on a jet plane. I don't know when I'll be back again. You should play that. Right, and, and, and was that an earner? I tell you what, uh, it was a good earner. Um, we can work it out by the Beatles. That was good, because me and my mate would go off and do harmonies. Nice. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was a nice little earner. And there was a monkey song we did that, that, was, uh, that always got us a few quid as well. But I, I don't, I don't, there is a, I, I feel pressured by buskers. I feel there's real pressure. Uh, I kind of like it with the kids because it's, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a bit of free entertainment. And, and I, I remember the thrill of being a five-year-old and putting a coin in someone's hat and feeling, mm. well, this is really grown up. But there's, there's, I've been in London a lot recently and, oh, it's just, I mean... For it's heavy. Oh, I mean, they're rubbish. They are rubbish. There's no such thing. If they're a good busker, they'd be on uh, a record player. I still, yeah, they were. You're right. You, you don't say any lies there. I, I don't like buskers. I don't like, especially don't like those um, human statues. I don't like the human statues. That's not on act. I do like the ones that float. I love it's a floater. The same thing. No, it's not. The I mean, floating is. They've made an investment there in the magic that what does that. I did see one thing that was quite good once. Yeah. It was a bloke who. <laughs> had managed to make himself into a rabbit in a hutch. So he had like this <laughs> he had this whole big hutch thing, right? Yeah. And he put his face in a like a little tiny rabbit costume. Yeah. So it's a rabbit with a massive human face who's just talking to people. I really like that. He wanted money for that. Yeah. Idiot. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Keys to two miles near one southbound because two lanes are shut. They're recovering an accident. A couple of cars were involved just before junction 11. They had to stop the motorway for a little while to get everything moved over to the side and for the emergency vehicles to recover everything. And it looks like recovery is now taking place in lanes three and four. Elsewhere, looking really good across the three counties. Public transport running a reduced Saturday or Sunday timetable. or no service whatsoever because of engineering works. Check before you travel. Justin Peterson, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. With the news and sport, I'm Louise Parry. A specialist search team will continue the hunt for the missing Wheatemstead pensioner James Lomax today. The 83-year-old who has dementia has been missing since Thursday. Yesterday, 60 members of the public joined the police search, but the force says a specialist team will take over today. Meanwhile, armed police are continuing their search for a 21-year-old man after his mother, sister and his mother's partner were found dead at a house in Didcot. Jed Allen is suspected of stabbing to death Janet Jordan, her six-year-old daughter Darren and Philip Howard in Oxfordshire. The government's revealed that most migrants from the European Union will not be able to vote in the referendum on whether the UK stays in or leaves the EU. The list of voters will be based on that used in the general election rather than local elections where EU migrants can take part. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Newcastle avoided relegation from the Premier League by securing the win they needed against West Ham at St James's Park. They won 2-0. As for the Hammers, the match signalled the end of Sam Allardyce's four years in charge as the club announced his contract is not being renewed. The result means Hull are relegated to the Championship. They drew 0-0 with Manchester United. Elsewhere, Preston have been promoted to the Championship. Jermaine Beckford scored a hat-trick as they beat Swindon Town 4-0 in the League One playoff final at Wembley. Today, Middlesbrough play Norwich in the Championship playoff final. 
Wickham Wanderers manager Gareth Ainsworth says they'll bounce back from Saturday's League Two playoff defeat to Southend. The chairboys lost 7-6 on penalties at Wembley after drawing one all after extra time. Here's manager Gareth Ainsworth. You know, it's, uh, it's tough. Uh, one team has to lose and it's a cruel way to do it, but we'll be back and uh, we've got a taste for this now. Don't worry, we'll be, we'll be champing at the bit come, uh, come August the 8th and we're ready to go again. Cricket and Ben Stokes made history on day four of the first test against New Zealand. He compiled the fastest test century ever at Lords with 15 fours and three sixes in his 85-ball hundred to help put England in a commanding position going into the final day. England will resume their second innings on 429 for six, which is a lead of 295 runs. Stokes says he intends to keep playing in an attacking style for England. The things I've done for Durham is what's got me here. Um, so I don't think, well, I don't feel I need to change anything in, in the way I play. I, I back the, my style of play so you know I'm, I'm always going to do that it might be sometimes along the road where there might be some technical changes but in the way that I, I play my cricket I'll always do it the same whether it be for Durham or England and in Formula One Lewis Hamilton was visibly distraught after a strategic error by his Mercedes team cost him victory at the Monaco Grand Prix Hamilton controlled the race until Mercedes pitted him after a late safety car following Max Verstappen's crash. When he rejoined the race, Hamilton was behind his teammate Nico Rosberg and Ferrari's Sebastian Vettel, who both stayed out. I can't really express the way I feel. It's, uh, it's, it's not easy. One side of things, I'm, I'm really happy with how I drove this weekend. Me and my engineers, we worked really hard. We got the car in a, in a, in a, in a great spot and it was the best up until then. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash counties. Take a rest.
can wait another day Until I call you You've only got my heart on a string This wasn't the, I'll be honest, it wasn't the version I was expecting it to be, but it don't matter. He didn't, he didn't play No More Lonely Nights last night. Good job, you might have done that face. No, I don't. You've tweeted, you've tweeted stink face. That's the fighting face. I was loving it. It wasn't the version I thought it was going to be. But he did, so, okay, let's compile a list of songs Paul McCartney didn't play last night. Didn't play Jet, mm-hmm. didn't play No More Lonely Nights, didn't play, um... Uh, Love Me Do. He played Can't Buy Me Love, mm-hmm. didn't play Love Me Do. I don't think he did uh, one, two, three, four. What song's that? Oh, come on. The first famous countdown in the world. One, two, three, four. Is it that one? I don't so know. So standing there? Yes, mate, exactly. It's that one. Anyway, we've got one of these. Oh, no. Yes. This is brilliant. If you want to play, 08459 555. I read out a headline. You've got to try and guess what the story is. Uh, and it, it's they've obviously... I mean, you won't. You won't get it from this. And it's a horrible story, by the way, because these quite often are. These jokey headlines relate to something quite unpleasant, OK? Go on. Um, so if you want to play, 08459 555. <laughs> Breach of Pierce. Oh. Breach of Pierce. Someone had something pierced that they really shouldn't have messed about with in their breaches. <laughs> is that what this is driving at? Um, close the lines. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but what's been breached? A breach of Pierce. A oh, breach no. of Pierce. If they... Uh... Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to say it. Genitals, male, plums. What? What? And what about it? I know. What, what, is, that, is that? Is that breakfast? It popped him. A serial flasher with a genital piercing is being hunted by cops after striking in the St. Austell area of Cornwall. Now, when it says striking, I don't think he struck, and I don't think he stopped work. I think that means he exposed himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he showed I, his piercing. I was. I was. I've. I've had this thing, right, where um, people... No, not like that. <laughs> but people come up to me and they, uh, you know, they, 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 they often show me tattoo. I had a woman show me her tattoo on her bum yeah. when I went to see John Ronson. Yeah, and here. And here. And I've had people come up to me and show me their genital piercings. Mm. What, what, what? I You've don't got wanna, one of those faces. I don't want to... says I want to see that. I don't want to see that. I've got no desire to see that at all, you pervert. <laughs> It is perverted, isn't it? Who's the fella with the pierced nipples? Oh, Twinkle. Um, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, what's Ev- Evan Davis. Evan Davis. Mm. You can see it through his shirt sometimes. Evan Davis has got. And you can see. I mean, it's. Why would you do that? 
Why would you? Why would you think that that was in, in, in any point? Was was a good idea. Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. Do you look at them and think, I know what's going to snazz these right up. I know what people like, men or women, whatever you put. I just like them. them. I like them. You're not going to put a bit of metal on them. I like them. Yeah, they don't need any decoration. Skin visible. Right. A naked woman. <clears throat> a naked woman was arrested walking down a street in Florida and insisted she was wearing an invisibility cloak. Come on. <laughs> You'd have to go, oh, in that case, love, yeah, f- uh, move on. On your way. Move on. The move American on. police, though, haven't got very much of a sense of humour, have they, about stuff like that? Well, they've got guns. Yeah. They've got guns as well. They've had... That's why we can't arm the British police, because if we do, then... Um, we could, we'll stop having a laugh with them. We'll stop having a laugh with them. The Sun have uh, done this thing, you know, um, well... Let's be honest, when we all heard that um, uh, Terry Sue Pat died, we all went, who? What? No, but then I looked up his picture and went, oh. Oh, it's Benny Green. Yeah. How is Benny Green, um, uh, how was Benny Green 50? That's the thing, 50. Do you know who was the first one through the gates at Grange Hill? Was he? Yeah. Well, he's dead now. Well, that's sad. But it was a real, there was like people on Twitter and I'm going, uh, who? And I Googled it and went, uh, I mean, okay. Sad though. I mean, it's sad, but I mean, it was like um, Sconch. You remember straight away. Gonch. I mean, well, they've done the um, the thing in the paper. Where are they now? Where are they now? Alive, oh, hopefully. Callie. I used to have such a crush on Callie because she uh, she well, was a little bit. Um, rough, wasn't Simone she? Hyams. Yeah. No. No, mate. Don't say that. They I were though. They proper were... crush on her. Simone, who starred in the show as Callie, she was into biorhythms. I remember. She had this thing. Uh, I remember uh, when I say rough, I meant common. Just no. so I don't, I don't offend anyone. <laughs> she, um, Very attractive. Because a lot of our listeners are rough. No, I liked her. She looked um, ready. Yeah. Um, That's the word. I was she, yeah, for. she was. She direct. She um, went out with Michael Winner. Oh. Yeah. Um, she also appeared in Baywatch. What? Simone now works as a corporate events manager. Uh, okay. Uh, name, name somebody from Grange Hill. Ziggy. All right, Ziggy. Well, I've told you a couple of stories about Ziggy that I can't. Um, I can't say on the mm-hmm. air. Ziggy Greaves. Ziggy's not in it. Next. There he is. I can see him. No, he's not. Isn't that him with the bowl cut? Where? There. Eight. No, that's not Ziggy. Eight is. Um, that's Terry Kinsella. Jimmy Flynn. Never heard of him. Oh no, I haven't either. No, nope, never heard of him. Sounds like Cockney rhyming slang. <laughs> Go on, give me another one. Um. Uh, These aren't like the proper... Roland. I only want to help you, Roland. Uh, what was his real name? Oh, it was like it was something like Turkish or something, wasn't it? It, it was something like Turkish. Erkan Mustafa. Yeah. Uh, viewer fave Erkan was behind uh, several recent Grange Hill reunions. And Leave it out, got cake. I only want to help you, Roland. He got a fat girlfriend in France, didn't he? Yeah. It was nice, that. <laughs> For him. <laughs> He's a presenter for his own film website, as, offer, as well as offering a personalised video service. Didn't oh, he dear. invent school disco? Is that an urban myth? Uh, Two of them did, didn't they? No, school disco invented school no, disco. No, school disco is something to do with Grange Hill. His character was bullied, and in real life, Erkan has not been much luckier. Oh. As an actor, he claims to be an expert at, at various accents, including Dutch and Turkish. Well, so what they mean is, we couldn't find out a lot, but we found his CV online, and he can do accents on it. Mm. Oh, yeah. A stew pot? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, none of them are working now, basically. It's as the, actors. None of them are working as actors, really, is, 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 is the thing. That's yeah. show business. I've got me thinking about Callie now. I had such a crush on Callie. I used to love... I used to also... i tell you what I fancied. Oh, I fancied her rotten. And I saw her in the street once and my heart melted. Zamo's girlfriend, mm. Jackie or something she was yeah. called, because she was common. Yeah. Something about that. Yeah. Got a record? Yeah, go on then. I'll, I've got a really good one. 08459 four double five five double five. I keep giving the number out, but... People know it. People know it. Just... It's, a, it's a bank holiday, Monday. Everyone's getting ready to go and watch the cricket. Which track? One. Is this a 45 or a yeah. 33? It's a... Uh... Well, let's find out the hard way. Let's find out. No, that's too fast. That's too fast. That's really too fast. Is that better? That's it. You sure? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm going to make love. Um, well, I mean, this is a naughty-sounding book. I mean, um, 
Closet Queens. Oh. Some 20th century British politicians. It's a book outing 20th century British gay politicians, uh. which... Um, and it says here, was Ted Heath gay? Uh, was he? I mean, guys, do we even need to ask that question? Who's going to read this book? I, d- I don't know. Just Google Ted Heath sex. Not safe for work. Not safe for work if you want to fuel the... I mean, some of the rumours about Ted Heath and what he may or may not have got up to. Conspiracy? What Conspiracy? But also, if they were or they weren't, what, what difference does it make? Well... I mean, I suppose it was illegal for some the, of them. The, the, well, I mean, yes, the, I mean, yeah, yeah. was Teddy's gay? Yes, Teddy's was gay. Did Ted Heath get up to other things? Well, I, I mean, who, who, would, who would know, apart from the internet? What difference does it make now? Well, the, the, the gay thing doesn't make any difference. No. The other stuff may do. Yes. Um, you, what was the Simon and Garfunkel thing you oh, found? Oh, Simon and Garfunkel, right. 33, page 33. OK, here we go, here we go, here we go. Simon is an idiot, says Garfunkel. Hey, there's no need for that, lads. Peter in Wolverton. Good morning, Ian. Peace be with you, brother. Peace be and with... Catherine. Hiya, Peter. Listen to, the, listen to Garfunkel having a go at Simon. Go Sticking on. Sticking it to his one-time mates. Together, they were one of music's most successful pairings, but Art Garfunkel has now branded his former bandmate Paul Simon a monster and an idiot. The 73-year-old says he cannot understand why his partner struck out on his own as their act Simon and Garfunkel are top charts around the world before they split in 1970. He told the Sunday Telegraph, I don't want to say any anti-Paul Simon things, but it seems very perverse to not enjoy the glory and walk away. He added, how can you walk away from this lucky place on top of the world, Paul? What's going on with you, you idiot? The pair, pictured in 1968, imagine that if you will, met as children in New York and had a string of hits in the 1960s, including Mrs. Robinson and The Sound of Silence. But Garfunkel said he befriended Simon, also 73, because he pitted his small stature. (laughs) Listen to this, though. That compensation gesture created a monster. Oh. Gosh. So not only is he saying he's an idiot for walking away from the partnership, he's also having a little poke at his hands. <laughs> Paul Simon is wee. He, he gets... A, to save um, travel expenses in the 60s, he would hide in the turn-ups of Art Garfunkel's trousers. <laughs> Seriously, save them a seat. Very naughty. Peter, what have you got for us? Well, uh, American policeman. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, 1969, my shipmate and I were strolling around in somewhere in Los Angeles. Oh, beautiful. And, were you in the Navy or were you a pirate? No, <laughs> a bit of both, I think. <laughs> Just checking. Anyway, I want the image. It was... Uh, no, Merchant Navy. It was. I was uh, um, in the engine room, boiler room, uh, down in the uh, bowels of the ocean. So Manly. Yes. Yes. Uh, how, however... Uh, we're, we're just strolling across this road when this booming voice yells out, you're walking on a red man, get off. Oh, and I thought, my goodness me, I was looking for someone with feathers and spears and stuff. Yeah. But I looked at my shipmate and he looked at me, thought, what's going on? Anyway, they had the equivalent, long before we had, of these pelican crossings oh. with the red and the green man. You can only walk on the green man. And, of course, when we spoke, well... What are you talking about? Because uh, he's all guns and truncheons. It's all guns and, and truncheons. It's America. It he summed up it's America. Awful. Guns and yes. truncheons. Absolutely. Um, and as soon as we spoke, he says, oh, 
bloody limeys. Get on your way. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so we got away with that crime. Well done. Jaywalking. Ja- yes, the, the, the offence of a jaywalking. Yeah. And I was always terrified the first few times I went to America of getting arrested for jaywalking. Now, I don't, I don't care, man. I'm going to walk in the road wherever and whenever I want. What are they going to do? Oh, shoot you. It, well, uh, yeah, I mean, technically, they could, uh, they could shoot me. I don't like Los Angeles, uh, uh, Peter. I like San Francisco. I like oh, New San York. San Francisco's wonderful. San yes. Francisco's great. Nob oh, Hill, yes. love it. Home of, of course, the Bushman. Yeah, the, 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 you've, now, have you seen The Bushman? He's not, done me. Really? Mm-hmm. What, what is The Bushman? The Bushman is a homeless man who makes his money by uh, hiding behind foliage and jumping out on people. And when he's given you the appropriate... Uh, is he naked? No. Oh. No. Oh, that, the naked guy's in New York, the naked cowboy. Naked cowboy's in yeah. New York, yeah. I've, se- I've seen him. Yeah, I bet you have. You went hunting for him. You, you stayed an extra three days until you saw him. Made it my business. Yeah. But The Bushman, no, he just he hangs around Fisherman's Wharf... Behind oh, yeah, sticks, yeah. covered in leaves, uh, and that's his business. Um, and and apparently he's been there for years, so it must be working for You've him. You've got to respect that, Peter. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Anonymous is uh, arguing about left-wing broadcasters. So your argument is that Mark Steele isn't a broadcaster? Well, he's not. Right. Okay. Smiley face. Smiley face. John Humphreys doesn't express opinions. Well, yeah, he does actually. If you listen carefully, he does. Just you're, a you're wrong. Ear. Yeah, he really does. Here are some left-wing BBC millionaires who regularly do express opinionaires that are enthusiastic about mass immigration and the EU. Listen to this list: Russell Brand doesn't work for the BBC. Robin Ince. When was the last time Robin Ince was on the, the BBC? Rufus Hound, same. Joe Brand, she's she's like a freelancer. She'll work wherever. There's Stuart Lee. Uh, but, uh, but but they're not... I mean, they're comedians. He's got mostly for comedians there. Yeah, they're, 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 they're comedians. I mean, I, I don't... I, put your, listen, the last text I'm going to read, unless you put your name on. Oh, call up! Call up! Let's have this conversation. It makes it a lot easier. But um, but your argument doesn't hold any uh, any water. With me at all? Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. If you want to uh, call in, you're more than welcome. I'm trying to find a song, and I just saw it. Where did it go? We'll play. Um... Oh, where did it go? It's a great hole. No, it's not that. It's this.
I was. I've just remembered. I just remembered. What, cause we looked. We, we, we were kind of looking to go away for a week. I've got a week off in July. Do you know what? We're probably not going to go away. Probably, Staycation. Probably going to stay at home and just do stuff at home. Uh, in fact, we're definitely going to do that. Um, but I was looking at like f- farms and, and 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 stuff like that, and I found this farm in Devon. I was just looking at it. I found this website that's got farms for kids to go and stay on in Devon, and it's this like little home farm thing. You know, it's this couple that run it, and there's a room you can rent and stuff like that. Or Are they going to be in? There was like a little cottage at the other end All of the right, farm. Okay. And so I clicked on the, the the link, and it was weird. The screen was really small. You could still see the details of the farm, but the screen was small, and in big letters. It said this website has been hacked by. I'm going to get this wrong. Something like Phallus Garissi. Sounds I like thought, something from Game of Thrones. I thought, what's this Phallus Garissi? And I was looking at the web. You could still see the website. It was just a bit small. I thought, I'm going to Google this. Phallus. It just looked like the website crashed. Phallus Garissi is Pakistan Taliban. Oh, wow. It's like proper hardcore Pakistan Taliban. And they've hacked this farmer's website. And, I mean, fair play, it's work. We're not going to stay there. It's not worth the risk, is it? It's just not worth the risk. You never know. What's, what's they got against mini-breaks? <laughs> and I just thought... And if I don't stay at the farm, then, yes, the terrorists are winning. <laughs> but it was the bizarrest thing, this this poor farm. I'll try and find what it. What was the I'll... farm called? Was it called, like, Freedom Farm? Or did it have something representative yes. of something that... Admittedly, on Thursdays, there was a draw and Allah competition. But, I mean, <laughs> really, what was their beef with it? Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. M1 southbound, two lanes shut and queuing. There are covering accident, a couple of cars involved before Junction 11 at Dunstable and Luton. Elsewhere, it's looking really good. Can't see any major issues today, M25 and A1M and public transport, while a Saturday or Sunday timetable operation with some services being disrupted by engineering works as well. Justin Peterson, BBC Three Counties Radio. If you follow me at Ian Leeds, it's Notton Hill Barn Cottages. I'm going to, um, I'll retweet the link. I'm going to send them an e- email. Poor, poor independent farmers. Local and vocal across beds, hearts, and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. I'm Louise Parry. The headline, specialist teams continue search for Hertfordshire pensioner. Most EU migrants won't vote in UK referendum and strategic error costs Hamilton the Grand Prix. BBC Three Counties Radio. A specialist search team will continue the hunt today for the missing Wheat Hampstead pensioner James Lomax. The 83-year-old who has dementia has been missing from his home since Thursday. More from Heather Noble. Yesterday, 60 members of the public joined the police search, but the force says that a specialist team will take over today. They're still asking people to keep an eye out for Mr Lomax and continue checking their gardens and outhouses. He is believed to be wearing a light brown anorak, dark blue trousers and sandals. Meanwhile, police in Oxfordshire are continuing their hunt for a man suspected of killing his young sister, his mother and her partner at their home in Didcot. The hunt has been focused on parkland in Oxford. Our correspondent Andy Moore is outside the house where the killings took place. Police say Jed Allen is known to them, but they don't believe he poses a threat to the wider community. They say what happened in Vicarage Road, Didcot, was a tragic domestic incident. Jed Allen is 21 years old, of large stocky build, with a spider tattoo on his left hand. He works as a gardener, and yesterday the search was concentrated on a university park in Oxford. 
That operation involved armed police and specially trained dogs. There's no evidence at the moment of any ongoing searches, but detectives are warning the public that they may see armed police on the streets. An estimated one and a half million people who've come to live in Britain from other European countries will not be able to take part in the referendum on UK membership of the EU. The government's made clear that the list of voters will be largely based on that used in the general election rather than local elections where EU migrants can take part. David Cameron will discuss plans to renegotiate Britain's relationship with the EU when he meets the European Commission President Jean-Claude Juncker in Buckinghamshire this evening. Luton residents will receive new council tax bills after a proposal to increase police spending was rejected. The Police and Crime Commissioner for Bedfordshire had asked people to support a 16% increase in the police portion of council tax, but it was rejected at a referendum. Bills had already been sent out, including the increase, but this week residents in Luton will receive new bills based on the lower amount. Large crowds are expected in Liverpool today to watch three Cunard liners meet on the Mersey to mark the 175th anniversary of the shipping line. The Queen Mary 2 will be joined by the Queen Victoria and the Queen Elizabeth to salute the city where the company began. In Formula One, a strategic error by his Mercedes team cost the world champion Lewis Hamilton victory at the Monaco Grand Prix as he came third. Hamilton controlled the race until Mercedes pitted him after a late safety car following Max Verstappen's crash. When he rejoined the race, he was behind his teammate Nico Rosberg, who went on to win, and Ferrari Sebastian Vettel, who finished second. And Hull City's two-year stay in the Premier League is over after they drew 0-0 with Manchester United, while Newcastle beat West Ham 2-0. The weather for bedsarts and bucks, mainly cloudy but dry today, with the chance of an odd shower. A top temperature of 15 Celsius, that's 59 Fahrenheit. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash threecounties.
Take nothing less than the supreme best. Do not obey, you must be for safe, but you can pass the test. Just move on. Uh, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Catherine Boyle's here. Mm. Very long song. Oh, excuse me, hang on. Quite <laughs> finished. Very long song, Catherine. Why did we play such a long song? Well, it's an excellent song. Yeah, it's a good song. Curtis Mayfield, move on up. Yeah, and, and uh, Justin Dealey just delivered breakfast. <laughs> we finished now, it's fine. <laughs> We've never been so... Dealey walked in like the uh, the prodigal son. It was And then he waved a, a bag of the clown in our face. It was marvellous. Justin Dealey will be on at nine o'clock. 
Peter's in Warmer Green. Uh, do you want to say it to him? Morning, Peter. What do you want to have a moan about? Uh, good morning. Hello. I'm just wondering why we just... Uh, when, when we're talking about people on the BBC, we always tend to talk... Or people always tend to talk about left-wingers. Now, why don't we talk about the right-wingers? Let's. I want a balanced... I want a totally balanced, honest reporting from a public service broadcaster. I don't want fear or favour. Now, I, what I want people to do, listen to this, is think who bullies the BBC, because they're, uh, they're uh, playground bullies, they are. So the people who bully the BBC yeah. really <clears throat> are the people you should be watching out for. Ladies and gentlemen, I uh, guess who um, are the biggest bullies of the BBC? Oh, it's some of the right-wing newspapers. And let me think, who owns some of the right-wing newspapers? Oh, yeah, it's Rupert Murdoch. And what does Rupert Murdoch also own? Oh, yeah, it's Sky. And <laughs> a lot of people's minds. Are people really that stupid? They don't see the connection. A lot of people are, really. They are, Pepita, they are. They, don't, they read it in the papers that the BBC are up. And listen... The BBC ain't perfect by no... The BBC wastes a lot of money and there's a lot of guff on it. But I still think... What is it? The 145 quid, whatever it is, TV licence. I think it's a bargain. Absolutely. A bargain for what you get. And, yeah, you're going to get a bit of dross. But it, 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 it's being attacked by Rupert Murdoch. But I never, I never attack journalists who work for the newspapers because they've got a burden to bear when they retire because they, have, they know for a fact they've worked for these particular newspapers. So they've got a big burden to bear anyway. And listen, I, I've done, I work for Sky from time to time. I'll take their dollar, of course, so I've got kids to feed. But um, just be aware, when you're reading in a newspaper, who owns it? Admittedly, the Mail isn't owned by Murdoch, but they follow that agenda. Oh, and um, 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 the Tories, they're, um, they're all friends with... Oh, yeah, Rupert Murdoch. Do well, you see, guys? It's time... Yeah, just watch out for the bullets. It's time the BBC grew a pair, grew a backbone, stood up for itself and said, you know what, we ain't going to take this no more. Yeah. And put up a battle. Just stand up to the bullies, that's all. Hey, there you go. What are you doing for bank holiday, Peter? I'm going to play bowls this afternoon, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that'd be... Uh, with Crown it's Green? A, it's a mixed event. OK. Oh, what do you mean mixed event? What, what, um, sexually or racially? <laughs> no, we're too tired after bowling for sexually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peter. Go on, you should toss your jack. <laughs> so, so who are you going to be playing with, Peter? Well, I don't know yet. It's just oh, drawn. Really? It's random yeah. as that, is it? Yeah, we we just draw the teams actually. Nice. It's good. It's good fun. I like crown green bowls. I prefer um um um. Tenpin. No, I don't like tenpin. It's Patanka. silly. No, what's Ooh. the what's the thing where you're indoors? Bowling is that? Cra oh, well, that's indoor bowls. I, I, I love. Oh, are you talking about? Are you talking about the carpet bowls? Yeah, the carpet bowl. I love it. Yeah, well, I, and I've always, ever since I was quite a young young boy, there's something very calming about it, and it's so skillful. Yeah, well, you want to try the ordinary bowling indoors, actually. Yeah. Because that is very very skillful. <laughs> that's a great big bowling green in kitchen. Um, yeah. It's got a, probably about 1,200 members, so it's a really big club, and there's terrific bowling there, good bowling green, 
and uh, people get it enables people to get out in the winter and, and uh, have some exercise. And, and if by, you if you lot if your generation let's be honest, Peter, if your generation didn't have stuff like this, you'd be out there doing crack, stealing stuff, beating yep. up teenagers, wouldn't you? We, we never have in our lives actually, even when we had nothing, we uh, we never ever stole from our own. Oh come on, you used to knock about in the dodgy East End, didn't you? Uh, it wasn't all dodgy. We even the big criminals like the crazy. There was. The, they had a code. They'd only murder their own that's brutally. Right. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't dare Peter. attack these. I thought you were far more sensible than that. I know for a fact. Yeah, but I they were. They were. You don't. They were all dodgebots murdering each other. They're horrible. The crazy kids used to come down my street. Yes. And they. If there was another. A group of villains, they'd probably attack them. They were thieves, yes, yes, they were thieves. But they were thieves, so they would never attack people in the houses because they knew most of the... No, they'd just go and stab someone in a pub. No, no. Peter, 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 Peter. Peter, Peter, Peter. like that, I tell you. I thought you were much more sensible than oh, that, I'm Peter. All right, then. Well, what about the young lads in gangs going around shooting each other? That must be all right, then, because they're only shooting their own... No, no, that that what? didn't happen. Yeah, but what? Well, what, what, why is that? Why is that different? Why is uh, young kids in two different gangs going around stabbing or shooting each other oh. different from what you're talking? They've the, got a code. They've got a code. When yeah. We, we when we was gangs in East London. Yes. Oh, you was gangs, we, was you? Yeah? Oh yeah, because we used to be a street and against another street, but not not stabbing and shooting. Did you have razor blades behind your lapels? So if anyone grabbed you, you'd slip your, slip your fingers oh, off. You used to do that. You're just listening to rumours. No, no. I, my mum told me <laughs> never to listen to rumours. As a result, you, my copy of Tusk is shagged. That's, that's <laughs> nonsense. Sorry? That's nonsense. The vast majority of people were decent law-abiding people. Apart from the craze, who you've just said were okay. The craze was okay. Yes. But then they were killing people. They didn't kill Peter. They're all right by him. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, it's good to talk to you, mate. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Ta-ta. But there is no, there is no differences no. there between kids shooting each other now. He's uh, talking about, oh, if you were in the wrong street, then you would probably get started on. Yeah, they have that now. It's called postcode wars. Yeah, that's what happens, guys. Peter, I think Peter, if, I, if I've got that correct, was a crip. <laughs> I think he was a crip. Or a blood. Or a blood. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Now we're warming up. Two hours and 15 minutes into the show, uh, we warm up. Dealey's on uh, at nine o'clock. Yeah, he's so going to be spinning some turntable hits. If you've got something planned for the day, I'd save it for the next 45 minutes, then pop out then. I'm joking. Oh. I'm joking. He's just... <laughs> Dealey's just tweeted... From nine on BBC Three CR, I have three hours of fab music. Hour one, sixties. Hour two, seventies. Can you guess where hour three is going? Nineties. Incorrect. Eighties. Oh. Let me know what you'd like to hear. Hashtag Let's Play. Oh. <laughs> you weirdo. You want to play a game? You want to play a game? There really is. Um, what is this? You know, it's the last three weeks. We've had three stories about massive fish. We yeah. have the giant crab. Yeah. The four. The big giant. Eel. The big eel. There was a giant shark, and now there's a giant jellyfish. I hate jellyfish. Let's, let's, what are they for, anyway, uh, apart from scaring you the, and, and kids smacking them with spades on beaches? Also, any any creature where if it hurts you, someone has to wee on you. Oh, guys, no. come on. That is just... That is God having a laugh. Do you think that's real, though, or is that just a joke? That, what, that, that some um, urine fiend has... Uh, oh, she's... No, trust me, I'm a doctor. I've got something for that. I've got it, they've got this. Well, I'd, love, I'd love to wee on someone and go, oh, 
Oh no, sorry, it's not Grey's. It's 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 jellyfish uh, jellyfish thing. Sorry, got that wrong. Well, we've all got dreams. We've all got dreams. Um. No, there really is. I mean, the, the, so the giant jellyfish in the papers. Tens of thousands of giant jellyfish are swarming off the country's uh, coastal hotspots as families flock to the beach for bank holiday. The monsters are. In, I mean, and this one's huge. This is like the size of a bus. It is a big one, yes. The barrel jellyfish can weigh up to seven stone, measure more than three feet across, and have tentacles six feet long that can give victims a rash like a nettle sting. Although the sting can't seriously injure humans like the Portuguese man of war, it could make swimmers panic. Now the, the creatures are massing off the southwest coast. Hey. They're amassing. Like an army. Kill, kill them. Kill them. I'd wipe them out. I'd, I would wipe them out. What, but what are they for, though? Are they... Would be upsetting some sort of delicate eco-balance? No. By wiping them out? You keep one in a bath. It's like there is, um, what is it, is, is, is it, um, smallpox we've wiped? What's the, the one we've wiped out completely? There's a disease we've wiped out. Let's say it's smallpox. All right. And then if there's a doctor listening, they can say Let's, um, it's not. Uh, um, so we're going to say it was smallpox, OK? They've wiped smallpox out. Yeah. But they have to keep it in a jar mm -hmm. in a laboratory so that it's still part of the ecosystem. Have they never seen any films? That's never a good idea. That's that is that's that's fact. That's actual science. They have to do fact. that in case it comes back, but it shouldn't come back unless they open the jar. But the, it can't come back. Thing. It can't. It would come back if they didn't have it in the jar. It's got. It's got to remain in existence. Otherwise, we're all doomed. All right, that's his reason for keeping it. I'd never seen a beautiful mind. I haven't either. I thought that. I mean, so I mean, it's a maths film, right? Very I'm sad. Out. Very sad that the gentleman died. And his wife, by the way. Yeah, very sad. I mean, I'm going to sound cold. I'm going to sound cold. I wouldn't say this at the other place. I'll get told off. Couldn't care less. I mean, it's sad. No, I know it's sad. No, what you mean is you don't care more because he was in a beautiful mind. I, I, don't, I don't care. Oh. People die in car crashes all the time. It's sad, though, isn't it? And it's sad. So you care a bit sad say for, it's sad. It's sad for anybody to die in a car crash. But I guess the furore on the internet yesterday, it's like, oh, blimey. Yeah. They had a... Five Live. This is what made me turn over from Five Live to BBC London. Stephen... No Stephen Norlam. Uh, booted me off his show. Pardon? Booted me off his show. He had. He was talking about this fella from the beautiful mind, and he had. He said, "Right, we're going to go now to a mathematician. It's uh, Paul from the Warwick University. Paul, you've heard the news about the fella dying in the car crash. Uh, like Nadine Coyle. From, what? From, from the girls aloud. Just wondered what your what your reaction was. Mm bloke who never knew him. This is why... I, this is, but because okay. he's a mathematician, they're supposed to be best mates. BB, right? OK, this, we can knock the BBC. Let's, we, we, we're for and again. Uh, let's knock the BBC. This is what the BBC insists on doing a lot. And I've had to deal with it. And you go, uh, well, um, let's, what you let's, let's get an expert on. Right, OK, so then this fella, this fella knew him. No, 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 he's a mathematician. Right, and the connection is... Well, he was a mathematician. Did he know him? No, 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 he's a mathematician. First question, what's his reaction to the death? Well, I, I never knew... Uh, John, but, but obviously um, it's a very sad thing. It's very sad. Mm. What was he going to say? Well, I'm glad he's gone. Now I might get a chance. Well, I don't. And then, he, and then Stephen Lund goes. So we, of course, know John from the film. He actually said film. Of course he did. We know him from the film. Why was he so special? And then he's talking about. And then nice. he went, okay, thanks very much. First question: What's your reaction? It's very sad. What is the point of that? What is the? They're going to clip that for news. <laughs> 
Man, a mathematician from Warwick University said the death was very sad. It's very sad. Hey, I'm with you on this, on the uh, getting experts on for um, for no good reason. I'd much rather hear from a real person. When the royal baby was born, okay, we had an expert. I was doing a show on another station, and we, and we, we, we got an expert on. Right? Well, it turns out it wasn't quite well, as much of an expert. Well, the expert came on. He said, so, um, Richard, uh, it's a baby girl. What's your reaction? What else can you ask? He said, well, people are suggesting it might be a baby girl, but no-one knows for sure. I said, no, 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 it's definitely a baby girl. I can see it on the news now. He said, well, you know, people are suggesting, but, and, uh, you know, the Duchess has, has, has bought pink, uh, so, but we don't know. I said, Richard, do you know the baby's just been born? Sorry? The baby's been born. I was telling the expert that the baby had been born. Yeah. Oh wait, four five nine four double five five double five. It just royal experts though. That's a cushy job, isn't it? Because well, it's mostly guessing. It's just reading the newspapers, isn't it? Reading the Daily Mail and the Express. Well, these women always raving about their monkey men, about their trifling husbands, and their no good friends. Wondering why they're wondering, Papa, don't come home. Wild women don't worry. Wild women don't get the blues. Well, I've got a disposition and a way of my own. If my man don't act right. <laughs> Better find a new home. I'll go out and drink good whiskey. Walk the streets all night. Then I kick my man out if he don't do me right. Cause wild women don't worry. Wild women don't get the blues. Come on in, baby.
Mama Cats! There's, there's, there's nothing in the papers. It's when... all right, though. We've got loads. Well, what? I've, I've run out. I've run out of steam. Could do I the could, McCartney bit again. Could do me McCartney story. Well, Dealey's, Dealey's on at nine. We'll get him in before and we'll, um, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, talk about it. You can go early if you want. Oh. Yeah. We're going to get our Watsits out and put them on the table. Oh, Ooh, I, I can't tell you that. St- I can't tell you that story. Can't tell you the story. Should you put a long record on? You can tell me. No, no, I, t- I told you in the news. Simon Cowell is producing a new biopic about the Beatles' late manager Brian Epstein. Now I would say Epstein, Brian Epstein, Brian Epstein, Brian okay. Epstein, Epstein, okay, Epstein, fine. Epstein. Has previously admitted there would have been one casualty in the Fab Four had he been in charge of the group. Well, there's been can you two imagine? so far. Well, yeah. yeah. The pop mogul who's been promoting the upcoming movie entitled The Fifth Beetle, Fifth Fifth Beetle. Everyone's the Fifth Beetle. Yeah, I thought that was George Martin. I'm the fifth Beatle. Once confessed, he would have axed drummer Ringo Starr. Gosh, that's... Uh... Oh, not literally. Pictured, yeah. just in case you've forgotten I what Ringo Starr Ringo. looks like. By the way, if you, if you weren't at the Paul McCartney concert last night, you missed Ringo Starr coming out. It was as close to a Beatles reunion as we're going to get. Oh, brilliant. It was awesome, this. Wasn't Ollie Murs on as well? Ollie Murs came out as well. Katrina of the Waves. I, I, I must admit, I went for a wee when Katrina came out. But oh. yeah, Ringo coming out at the end was the highlight for me. Anyway... Ringo would have got the chops Let's get if, a Beatles song if up. Cowell had been um, in, in charge. No. He said we would have said, we'll take that. You can do... Oh, no, hang on a minute. I'm missing a trick here. You can do a cow. There we go. Oh, I'll do a cow for you. There's you? a quote there. Then. Look, we'll take those three, but probably lose the drummer. Ringo, I'm afraid it's bad news. You're not through to bootle camp. Gosh. Bootle camp. That, I mean, you, you made that your own. Thank you very much indeed. Could have sounded a bit more like Cal. But, uh, I, I, it takes a... I, look. I can't do him all the you've time. You've got the look. <laughs> look. 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 I can't do I him can all do Louis time. Walsh. You look like a pop star. You sound like a pop star. You are a pop star. No? That's Stephen Nolan again. <laughs> Isn't it? 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. And that's it. That's that's the papers, guys. There's whoa. Hang on a second. That's what you incorrect think. data. There's uh, there's a this is groovy. There's an advert for glasses. They're not just glasses. Those these really are hearing aids. Oh, can't hear your wife or husband, the TV, colleagues at work, or the loving words of your grandchildren. Hey, granddad, you stink. What was that? I want a biscuit. Well, you stink, granddad. What was that? Love you very much. Then these spectacle hearing aids could be the answer if you have a hearing problem. Stylish. Well, fla- if you haven't, you don't need them. So. Well, it gives you super hearing there. This is what I thought. If you if you're not deaf and you've got a hearing aid, super hearing surely. My auntie got a hearing aid after many years of just managing. Right, drove yeah. her crackers. Yeah. She could hear everything. She said she could hear my uncle breathing. Yeah. She said she could oh, hear. She put l- into that. <laughs> leaves rustling. Oh. Leaves she it out. said at one point, I thought he was funny. She said, I didn't realise what it was like till I switched my hearing aid on. Stylish frames that cleverly contain and disguise a digital hearing aid in your spectacle. Well, if you look at the spectacle, that's not particularly well disguised and... It's, uh... it's like a massive lump on the end of your spec. <laughs> it actually uh, looks like you've nicked them and you've not taken slips, the tag off. Slips easily into your pocket, purse or handbag. Yeah, like glasses. <laughs> they are a remarkable invention that overcomes two problems at once. While most people are not bothered by wearing glasses, the same cannot be said for wearing a hearing aid. What? 
These specs are brilliant because you wouldn't think they're a hearing aid. Some people can find it uncomfortable and unnatural to have a hearing aid in their ear. But that's not the problem with these, as there's nothing in the ear to irritate you. So, if you want to have queer, clear, queer vision, back to Saturday night, guys. <laughs> if you want to have clear vision and quickly improve your hearing, apply now for... When I was at, um, uh, 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 15, 16, 17, we always used to... Me and my friends would send off for free stuff to other... Get it sent to our mates. So we'd just get loads of junk mail. Yeah. Right, and I got, um, like, a dummy hearing aid sent through the post. Right, and there's only crazy guys at school. And um, then a week later, there was a knock at the door, like half past seven at night, and I answered the door, and it was a bloke in his suit. He said, can I speak to me in, in rugby, as I was then? I went, yeah. He went, um, it's about the hearing aid. Hey. Um, sorry? It's about the hearing aid! He didn't. He did. I said, I d what, what do you mean? He said, well, you should have got a free sample and um, I'm here to talk. He was a salesman that had turned oh. up to try and sell me the hearing aid. They don't just splash those things around. Flipping it. And I, I, I panicked and I lied. And I went, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't, did you get, you should have got, I didn't get one. What? Should have got, I didn't get one. Honest, Governor. I was terrified. So don't mess around with those things, guys. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1 southbound one lane shut. They're recovering an accident. A couple of cars involved just before Junction 11. Besides that, a very good run elsewhere across the three counties. Public transport running a reduced timetable could be disrupted due to engineering works. Justin Peterson, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. With the news and sport, I'm Louise Parry. A specialist search team will continue the hunt for the missing Wheathamstead pensioner James Lomax today. The 83-year-old who has dementia has been missing since Thursday. Yesterday, 60 members of the public joined the police search, but the force says a specialist team will take over today. Armed police in Oxfordshire are still trying to find a man suspected of killing his six-year-old sister, his mother and her partner. They've been wanting to speak to Jed Allen, who's 21, since the attack in Didcot on Saturday evening. The government's revealed that most EU migrants living in Britain will not be able to vote in the UK in-out referendum. The list of voters will be based on that used in the general election rather than local elections where EU migrants can take part. But British citizens who've lived abroad for less than 15 years will get a vote. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hull have been relegated from the Premier League. Steve Bruce's side drew 0-0 with Manchester United, while Newcastle beat West Ham 2-0 to survive. Elsewhere, Preston have been promoted to the Championship. Jermaine Beckford scored a hat-trick as they beat Swindon Town 4-0 in the League One playoff final at Wembley. Today, Middlesbrough play Norwich in the Championship playoff final. Meanwhile, Wickham Wanderers manager Gareth Ainsworth says they'll bounce back from Saturday's League Two playoff defeat to Southend. The chairboys lost 7-6 on penalties after drawing one all after extra time at Wembley. Here's manager Gareth Ainsworth. You know, it's, uh, it's tough. Uh, one team has to lose and it's a cruel way to do it, but we'll be back and uh, we've got a taste for this now. Don't worry, we'll be, we'll be champing at the bit come, uh, come August the 8th and we're ready to go again. England's cricketers will resume their second innings on 429 for six on the final day of the first test against New Zealand at Lords. That's a lead of 295 runs after Ben Stokes compiled the fastest test century ever. Stokes' performance impressed the former England batsman Jeff Boycott. When you can bat and bowl, a la Botham, and when you get wickets bowling, it frees up your mind from batting. You're not totally dependent on getting runs like batsmen are. And so it frees up and they play in a much more expressive way. 
If they pitch it up, he hits it. If they pitch it short, he has a dart at whacking it. And that's all he did. In Formula One, Lewis Hamilton was visibly distraught after a strategic error by his Mercedes team cost him victory at the Monaco Grand Prix. Hamilton controlled the race until Mercedes pitted him after a late safety car. When he rejoined the race, he was behind his teammate Nico Rosberg and Ferrari Sebastian Vettel, who both stayed out. The Mercedes team boss Toto Wolff has apologised for the team's error. Of course we take a collective responsibility. We're not going to get out there and if we have a good day and collect the trophies, jump around like monkeys. And if you have a bad day, blame somebody else. We've been all in this together since many races and, and a couple of years already. And I'm very proud on this team. Decisions made together and, and today the decision we've made, and I was part of it, was wrong. And Dina Asher-Smith has become the fastest free British female sprinter of all time. The 19-year-old smashed the national record over 100 metres at a meeting in the Netherlands, running 11.02 seconds. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Call 08459 455 555. Um, what have your friends sent you for a laugh? I had an earring aid. Scott says uh, he had a colostomy bag sent to him by a friend. You guess right. What, what paper is that review of the McCartney concert? The Independent. Okay, now they did go on a different night. They went on the Saturday. We went on the Sunday. Looks like they had a different set list. But, um, uh, well. He said everyone was a classic, and you said it went classic, classic, rubbish, rubbish, classic. A th- uh, okay. It was, br- it was a brilliant concert. Right, we'll get Daily down a little bit to talk and about it. And let's not be churlish. A third of it was You're rubbish. You're lucky to go. Yeah, I've got free tickets. I'm not complaining. But if I paid for that, a third of it was rubbish. And then he cited... I, I told you about one of the worst songs was a song called My Valentine, which he dedicated to his new wife. Mentioned her, mentioned Linda, no mention of Heather. Why? That doesn't seem fair. But I said, I said, the first thing I said to Catherine, oh, it was great, but there's this terrible song where he dedicated a song to his wife, My Valentine. It was awful. What does it say in there? David Lister says, alongside one of the best of his new songs, David My Lister Valentine... David Lister from Mr. Mr.? No. I wish... Alongside one of the best of his new songs, no. My Valentine, written no. for his wife Nancy, the, uh, the evening had its moving moments. It was awful, that song. It was awful. How did it go? But you can't mm, remember. My Valentine. The best bit, the best bit, he played Temporary Secretary, which was, which was nuts. It's like this weird avant-garde nonsense. It's brilliant. But um, he, he played a load of rubbish. Third of it was rubbish. And I don't know if he played this. It says in there he did, but I don't remember hearing this. It's one of my favourite Beatles songs. You do. I love this one. I've just seen a face I can't forget the time or place where we just met. She's just the girl for me and I want all the world to see we've met. Been another day, I might have looked the other way, and I'd have never been aware. But as it is, I'll dream of her tonight. Falling, yes, I am falling, and she keeps calling me back again. I have never known the like of this. I've been alone, and I have missed things and kept out of sight. But other girls were never quite like this. Falling, yes I'm falling And she keeps calling me back again I've 
just seen a face I can't forget the time or place where we just met She's just a girl for me and I want all the world to see we've met Mmm, da 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morning, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. If you want to give us a call, it's 25 minutes. 08459 455 555 is the phone number. And you can choose your subject, talk about whatever you want. Oh, hang on, oh, but we, we walk. This is, this is me and Dealey last night. Nah, I don't need to hear this. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. This is what it sounded like. All my troubles in Dealey, should we go? Yeah, all right, let's go. Let's go. Giza. Giza. That's, that, was us, that was us leaving the, uh, the venue last night. Um... OK, that fella's still texting in, but... What's this new Al Pacino film, Danny Collins? Isn't he a crooner in it or something? Well, no, I don't know anything about it. A note from the Beatle, John Lennon, to Steve Tilston, written in 1971, went undelivered. Now it has a key role in the new Al Pacino film. Is that why there's a picture of Roberto with Al Pacino? Is Roberto in the film as well? I don't know. No, Probably. Doesn't. Knowing him. Yeah. There's a picture upstairs. Right, and uh, if I'm honest... I'm dead jealous. I'm dead jealous. Because I never get to my, have my picture taken with Roberto. Do you, <laughs> do you know what I see when I look at that picture? Yeah. Not only Roberto looking pleased as punch, but Al Pacino looking like a cockatoo. Well, <laughs> oh, man, he does. Well, Dealey saw it. And Dealey was going to have uh, Al Pacino on his wall of legends, right? A wall at home he was going to construct. And he went, who's that fella with Rob? We went, Al Pacino. He went, no, 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 seriously, who's that fella with Rob? We said, Al Pacino. He said, what? When it's Al Pacino. He goes, I thought that was a homeless guy that Robert met. Wow. Yeah, incredible. And it does, he, he looks... His hair is up on end. I mean, honestly, it's it's getting to Phil Spector proportions. He's so... T- I mean, Rob's, Rob's a, t- a big lad. Right. But Pacino, I, I mean, he doesn't even come up to his nipple. Does he? Does yeah. it, imagine- but his hair does. <laughs> his hair just reaches Roberta's uh, uh, nipple. But uh, apart from that... It, but everyone's hanging out with Al Pacino. But this film, I didn't know... I've seen this film advertised... On the side of a bus. Here's my rule of thumb. If a film is advertised on a uh, phone box or a bus, it's going to be rubbish. Why? Because they shouldn't have to try that hard. Well, it's just, it's just, that's just the, the, yeah, that's generally the, t- the tack of a rubbish film. Do you know the one I'm looking forward to? Yeah, go on. Uh, Inside Out. It's the new Pixar one about uh, um, little people that rule your mind. There used to be a similar uh, the scenario. With, yeah, the numbskulls and the Beano. Yeah, yeah, I used to love the numbskulls. I used to, but do you know what used to blow my mind as, as a six-year-old reading numbskulls? Mm. Right. Are there numbskulls in the numbskulls head? Oh. And then, in because the, I think there was an episode, a story, where there were numbskulls. There has to be. Well, then, are there numbskulls in the numbskulls, numbskulls yeah, heads? Yeah. How far do the numbskulls go? It's like uh, Russian dolls. Hey. Gosh, it's infinite. Well, it's not, mate. There's about seven Russian dolls. Actually, the ones we've got... I don't got, think they're trying hard enough with those Russian the dolls. The ones we've got, there are uh, 15, and they drive um, me crackers. Yeah. I got them as a little curiosity thing for the kids. I find myself... Pick, the smallest one yes. is always down the side of the bed. What, you can barely girl? see it. <laughs> yes. Titch. <laughs> you can barely see it. Yeah. It drives me mad. I might glue it together. I know that kind of defeats the object, but I'm sick of it. Oh. My cat did a, a poo and a wee in... Um, they do that. ..my shower. Oh, Dirty protest, what have you done? I, I, I said to the boy, I said, boys, did you shut the, the cat in the in the bedroom again? No? She's trying to tell you something. She, I just, I thought, oh, that's so dirty. She's, oh, she, I, she's, she's getting so well. thin. She's getting so thin. She's, she's, there's not long to go. 
saying that, I've been saying that for the last three years. So I could be saying if it she for carries on doing that, there won't be... It won't be very long to go. 08459 455 555 is the phone number. My sister's cat uh, did one in the kitchen. Well, I was supposed to be looking after yeah. him, and I was. I was going in and feeding him, but we don't get along, so I'm not going to be giving him any cuddles. Yeah. He'll go for me. He'll strike me up. He's done it before. He's got form. Elvis, if you're listening, I know you. Anyway, so I went in, and because he was protesting about me going over there, he did one and then skidded round on it for, I reckon, probably half an hour. I had to go and clear it up while he watched me. Outrageous behaviour. Should we Cats. have one of these? Cats, who needs them? Chakalak. Morning, guys. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Catherine Boyle, Wagwan. Oh. Wagwan, morning just... to Jeff McQueen. He just made a very arch comment about us. Oh, uh, Jeff McQueen, what you said about us on the internet? You cyber bully. Stop <laughs> cyber bullying me. You're pulling me on the internet. Stop it. He's saying it's a repeat of the bank holiday episode from Ian Lee. <laughs> it kind of is. Fair enough. No, fair play, Jeff. Yes, hats off. Uh, you're right. We are playing the last bank holiday show <laughs> again. That's all we're doing here, guys. There's nothing in the papers. There's not been anything in the papers since before the election. There's nothing in the papers. Right, let's find something in the papers. Go on, find something. For Jeff, just to show it's current, like, mm. you know, these sort of hostage pictures. Where Elegant can... Nigella wins the Eurovision popular vote. The UK might have fared dismally, but our votes reporter proved to have all the ingredients of a Eurovision winner. Nigella Lawson sent the networking website to Twitter into meltdown. 
with a tidal wave of love. Uh, looking elegant in a blue dress. <laughs> I mean... Uh, now, do they get... Are they all... The people are they that paid give, per word? The people that some... give the points around the world. Yeah. It was Colin Berry for a long time, wasn't it? But And then I think it was... Um, um, the Bucks Fizz woman, the, the, not, not Jay Aston, yeah, for a bit. Do they are they like famous in their country, or are they just like safe pairs of hands? I don't know. Is it like getting Alistair Stewart? Are they? Is it the Belgian equivalent of Alistair Stewart or somebody? I mean, the only person that would know that is in Belgium at the moment. Okay, Cassie. looking elegant in a blue dress, Nigella. F oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This this would make me want to vote. I, in the EU referendum, I've got. I think I know which way I'm going to vote, right? Right. But I don't know. I I, I don't think it should go to referendum because I don't know enough about it. I've got no idea. Literally, don't know which is the best thing. This makes me want to vote a definite no. Okay. Go on. Give me a reason. Looking elegant in a blue dress, Nigella, 55, delivered the UK's verdicts in both English and French. Out. I'm out. Out of the EU. That's what it means. I'm out. No. Everyone, everyone does that. No. No. Otherwise you'd never get the deuce point moment. Yeah, well, the, the, the Frank... No, the host does that. No. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. No. I'm sure Colin... Yes. I'm sure Colin would You've buy. come at a very tense Colin time, Barry, Josh. Colin Berry, yeah. bye. No? Uh, no, he's not bi, he's married. No, I mean, is he, he bi? Did, well, he, he, he did it in French day. and English, no? Um, I'm not sure, but what I would say is that Nigella Lawson on Saturday, wow, she looked like uh, Anna Windass off Coronation Street. So Who's Anna Windass? She works in the CAF. Corey fans will know. She, I'm sorry, mate, but she looked rough. No, I, I, well, I mean, I, I just don't... She did it in English and French. Yeah, She's yeah. bi. She, she was showing off. Exactly. Just, just come on TV and just read it in English. Job done. Guys, we're England. We yeah. do it in English. Yeah. <laughs> I'm try. I'm not the person to speak to about this. Wow. Try anything once. That was a great opening question. Is Colin Berry by? <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. We'll, we'll find out after yeah. <laughs> You got sucked into doing a, a radio show today as well. well I'm you? looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I, I am, seriously. I'm looking wow. forward to it. By the way, thank you again Yay. for last night. What a great well, night. Thank you better explain you. why you are thanking him. It yes. sounds a bit... Uh, didn't yeah, I do ya? <laughs> Didn't I do ya? And it was very nice. Uh, yes, we went to uh, Paul McCartney. Yeah. Uh, O2, never been to the O2 before. Now that surprised me. Yeah, it's I just. It, it's a bit of a trek for me, Don't you but. Think it's um, too big. Um, quite possibly, but we had seats near the front. If he's right at the back, yeah, I would say seats. it's too big. But I think if you're near the front, you're OK. But brilliant night. And today, I'll be playing Good Night Tonight, which is another great song. You mentioned yeah. this earlier. Great songs he didn't play. There's another one. Brilliant I'm going to say, excellent night. Excellent. Yeah, His voice was really good. Yep. The third of it was rubbish. Yeah, because, I mean, that Valentine song he was talking about, it what gets, was that all about? In the paper. In the Independent has oh, been one of the moving moments. It singled out as being really good. to the toilet, didn't you it? You know why? You know why? That's somebody writing that thinking well Mac is back again do you know what yeah. I'm going to get my free tickets yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I'm going to get Ma and Paul McCartney's going to read this and then we're yeah. going to become friends yeah, yeah. Paul McCartney doesn't care about you he expects <laughs> praise he's not going to be grateful there for was, um, uh, there was there was there was um, there was a guy there was some weird thing shouted some of it by us primarily we were calling people a lot of names but there was like he played a really rubbish new one yeah and the guy went yeah, fair play, Paul! <laughs> <laughs> and we well, that was rubbish. He did three new ones in a row. I was telling yeah. you, so he did three new ones in a row, and it was mm. silent. Mm. I went, 
you better think very carefully about the next one, McCartney. <laughs> and people kind of look round. Someone's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well said. Well said. He was. He didn't. He, there were so many mm. songs yeah. that he didn't play that he could have. I and know. he played rubbish new ones. I know. All he's got to do is do two hours of the classics. And if you're going to write a song about your wife, come on, Paul. You're a former Beatle. Yeah. Why call it My Valentine? Oh, it's so come obvious on. and tedious. Because not an awful lot rhymes with Nancy. <laughs> fancy? I fancy Nancy. Yeah. <laughs> And I got her. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he kept telling stories like about Jimi Hendrix and stuff and, and Eric Clapton. And he, what he should have said was, hey guys, I was in the flipping Beatles. <laughs> That's all he needed to say. That's he it. was in the Beatles. Job done. Yeah. Don't tell us about Jimi Hendrix now. Tell it us was about a, George. He told us a little bit about George. Oh. He did this weird thing as well. He said, I'm going to uh, do a tribute to George. Big, big round of applause for John <laughs> Lennon. <laughs> I was like, well, and they what said, is he coming on? Going to play. A, he did it in the coming on voice. He's going to play a George. Big round of applause for George. Yeah. Well, I mean, a bit strange, wasn't it? It's a bit hammy, mm. but he's a showman. When you were young and your heart was an open book. Did he put the that? mic out? Did he do a Robbie Williams? No, no, he no, no. He's not interested in hearing you singing, that's why. Apart from Hey Jude. Hey Jude, gonna... but when, oh, when yeah. he did Live and Let Die, literally the whole stage, oh, we, we had flames coming off. We, we were like 50 yards away. Yeah. And I, I, you singed your beard. Yeah, yeah, I felt sunburned. Yeah. I was 50 yards away. It was yeah. that hot in there. It was brilliant. Fantastic. It was, it was, it was good. It, a third of it was guff. Okay, yeah. boys, I'm still jealous. So thanks for your oh, classics, please, Macca. It was it was great. But we we walked. This is how cool we are. We walked out during yesterday. Yeah. We walked out. Yeah. <laughs> and as we're going out, we're saying really loudly. Well, we know Ringo's backstage, <laughs> but I just, uh, backstage, but I just can't wait around for him to come out. <laughs> and people and people that were leaving were then walking back in. Oh, Ray just said Ringo's going to come out. I was going to be back. And people there. were trusting you as well because yeah, people were coming up to you saying, "You're yeah. that guy from the TV, yeah, aren't you?" Yeah, so they yeah. thought, you know what, this guy's in the know. Yeah, I'm not going to go. I'm going to stick about. He knows they, they thought you were Kevin Bacon. Uh, yeah, they do. <laughs> Someone in, in Birmingham the other day, walked, I walked past these builders and I thought, oh, they're, they're going to reckon him. And he nudged his mate and went, who the flip is that? It's Kevin Bacon. Oh, hang on. What's that crumb's name? Wow. He called me a crumb. Crumbs. And then and shouted out, you, didn't he? For, wow. Oh, no. Yeah, he said the C word. Did he? And then he shouted, he went, Oi, mate! <laughs> and he just called me a crumb. I wasn't going to turn around. You're not going to be that. his mate. But then an hour later, I'm coming back the same way. And I noticed one of the, the same, I thought was the same builder. I didn't, I just had a fluorescent jacket on. And he was leaning on a truck like this. Can you see what I'm doing? Yeah. yeah. He was filming me as I was walking down the street. Gosh. Wow, mate. Uh, so I'm probably on YouTube somewhere. Wow, you've made it. I hope you did a fun, Did you do a funny walk? I didn't realise until I walked past him. And if, if I had realised, I would have uh, started moonwalking or doing something um, equally as ridiculous. If I put at Kevin Bacon into Twitter, am I going to see you walking down the street? <laughs> <laughs> it was a good night, Justin. It was thank fantastic. You. No, thank you. Thank You're you very for generous. the clown thank this you. morning. What have, we got? So what have you got from nine? Uh, just three hours of great songs. Um, the first hour is 60s. Yep. The 70s is in the second hour. Can Third you guess hour? what? The 80s? Beautiful. 80s. Why not? So, yeah, three hours of fantastic music. The jukebox is open. Got votes as well in the first hour. Hour. Here's one for you. Oh, okay, yeah. here's one. Go okay, on. who would you like to hear two songs in a row from? Okay, the Small Faces or the Who? Oh. Come on, come on! It's a mod off. <laughs> That's an impossible. That's an impossible <laughs> conundrum. That is. Yeah, that but yeah. Men have gone insane. That's like putting an idiot in a circular room and saying, mm, "Go and stand mm, in the corner." Exactly. Men have gone insane trying to mm. uh, to work out that dilemma. Justin, come on, come on. Where do you stand? I can't answer. Come it. on, you've got to. Small faces for me. I'm going to go faces. Yeah. You don't hear their stuff enough. I'm going to go who? All right. Hour number two. Olivia Newton-John versus Elton John. <laughs> <laughs>
What, in a bare-knuckle boxing ring? <laughs> yeah, in Olivia. the ring together. Olivia, okay. Yeah. 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 Our number three. Yeah. Wham versus Jam. The Jam was 70s, weren't they? No, we're 80s. picking 80s songs. The Jam 80s. were in the 70s. Yeah, 80s. some of their stuff was 70s. Yeah, right. yeah. Wham. Wham? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I like Wham. I surprise me. Oh, I've got a soft spot Look for at your face, you've changed. <laughs> I like Wham. We're What's taking you back to your youth. Is it going to be Wham Rap? Uh, well, it's no, it's not going to be the Wham Rap. I think that's a bit too much for a bank holiday special. So we're going to keep it nice and simple. <laughs> but you're going to have a Wham Off. Uh, yes, it's a Wham Off, yes. You're going to have a Mod Off, yeah. a John Off and a Wham Off. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Try Be very careful when you say that. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, boss. Cheers.
stood the test of time better than I thought it might. I used to love that song. I've not heard it since I worked in B-Jam, so, um... Jeez. 26 years ago. That's a whole person. Right. 26 years. There are people working here who weren't born when I was working at B-Jam's. That was good. I enjoyed that. I might think, I wonder if the album stands the test of time. Um, Brian has texted, what a load of rubbish. Get off. We're going. Don't, don't worry. We're not sticking around. I'm going to go home. Hopefully get my head down for an hour. I've had four hours sleep. Mm-hmm. Less than four hours sleep. I'm a little bit... Uh, oh, hang on. Oh, we go. We go. We go. Fine. Um, and then I'm going to go and see the Blooming Moomins film. Still, I can have a doze in the cinema. You can. It's like a long screensaver. Yeah. <laughs> what well, is the Moomins, I bet it's going to be it? really boring. We never found out what that mole was called. Stefan Gzbaskinisk. What am I going to Google to get the answer? Czechoslovakian cartoon, 1980s. Czech mole. I'm going to get all sorts. Quick! 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 I'm not even in yet. Quick! <sighs> Quick! I'll get it by tomorrow. No! Yes. This is, this is the BBC attitude. No. Commercial attitude. Find it before Daily Show. <laughs> Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Mole's name is Matt Kolechek. Uh, currently for the M1 southbound, all lanes open and traffic now easing. Recovery work now completed just before junction 11. Elsewhere looking good for the MTD5 and the A1M and also the uh, A40. No reported issues. Public transport though running a reduced Saturday or Sunday timetable for this bank holiday Monday. Justin Peterson, BBC. Just, Justin, sorry, forget the travel. What did you just say? Met Kretchek, that is the, the Moomin's mole name. I no, think. no, it's so not. A big but, fan. It wasn't, but it wasn't the Moomin, it was a mole thing. Oh, sorry, I've, I've messed up. I, I, no, I, you I, have. I'm oh, sorry. Justin, no, no, no. But, but may God bless you for at least trying, sir. Thank you. Is it Kretchek? Let me look. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you, oh, Justin, thank you. Have a good day. Oh, this is just ended on disaster. Sheer disaster. Um, oh, for goodness sakes. Hang on. We've got 13 seconds. Let me look at it. Yes, you were right, Justin. (laughs) Thank you. Your kids will love that, by the way. Ta-ta. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. I'm Louise Parry. The headlines. Specialist team search for missing Wheat Hempstead pensioner. Most EU migrants won't get a say in UK referendum and new research on dyslexia. BBC Three Counties Radio. Specialist teams are stepping in to search for a man with dementia who's gone missing from Wheat Hempstead. 83-year-old James Lomax hasn't been seen since Thursday. More from Heather Noble. Yesterday, 60 members of the public joined the police search. But the force says that a specialist team will take over today. They're still asking people to keep an eye out for Mr Lomax and continue checking their gardens and outhouses. He is believed to be wearing a light brown anorak, dark blue trousers and sandals. Meanwhile, police in Oxfordshire are continuing their hunt for a man suspected of killing his sister, his mother and her partner at their home in Didcot. The bodies of Janet Jordan, her six-year-old daughter Derin and Philip Howard were found on Saturday. Officers are focusing their search on a park in Oxford where Jed Allen, who's 21, used to work as a groundsman. About one and a half million European citizens living in the UK won't be able to vote in the forthcoming referendum on the UK's membership of the EU. The list of voters will be the same as that used for the general election. 
Conservative MP and former Minister John Redwood says there isn't time for electoral reform ahead of the vote. I think this referendum is too important. It's urgent. It's one of the crucial promises from the general election which we need to honour. And I don't think it's the time to start experimenting with who should vote. What we need to do is to get over the main arguments. It must be the British people living in Britain who, who make this decision. A man's been jailed for 19 years for a violent robbery in Kempston. 46-year-old Donovan Vernon from Northampton attacked and kicked the female manager of the one-stop shop in Hillgrounds last year before stealing £700. He was jailed for this robbery and another aggravated burglary. His accomplice was sentenced to three years. Luton residents will receive new council tax bills after a proposal to increase police spending was rejected. The Police and Crime Commissioner for Bedfordshire had asked people to support a 16% increase in the police portion